This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I am your host, Sean Anderson. Alongside me is Ricky Weber. What's up? What's up? That was weird. And looks like it was Dave Oster. I'm just normal today. Sorry. Ricky's weird. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's wrong with I you? Know, Ricky's hyped up like for changing this. Changing it up. He's hyped up for this free agency flurry. This is this has been a mad free agency, man. I mean, it started off fast. It hasn't slowed down. We got Tom Brady in the, the boys action. in the Hamptons. That's what I was going to say. He in yeah. the Hamptons. Tom Brady. The Hamptons would be the central free agency talks this year. Yeah, Kevin Durant just wanted to get away. Yeah. Do I blame him? I mean, the Hamptons. Like, are, where do I want to go? Do I want to travel to every city and you know have to well, deal with that, or do I make them come to me? Hamptons. You make them come to you, Ooh. and also if you spur OKC, you don't have to do it at home. Yeah, true. And I also true. love how you know that he's doing it in New York. He's doing it in the Hamptons, but Brooklyn, no meeting. New York, the Knicks, Just no snubs. meeting. KD's not letting them happen. I like Jay-Z that he snubbed teams. It. I did too. Yeah. He, well, I, I like it because Jay-Z's like, no, you got to do it out of respect. And he's like, no, I want to win. They're not good. <laughs> Same with the Lakers too. But we're getting into it. We're obviously going to be talking about KD, but that's going to be later on in the podcast. But we're mostly going to be covering the big free agent stories. There's you know, it, there's free agent stories coming out left and right even while we're recording this. So we'll definitely just have to cover what we know. We'll have to get into this right away. And what we know right away, Dwight Howard signed for a three-year contract for $70.5 million, and he's going to the Atlanta Hawks. What do you think about Dwight going to Atlanta? He's coming home. That's what I see of it. I mean, yeah. the Hawks The Hawks were going to lose. Like, I think they were thinking, okay, we're going to lose Horford anyways, so let's make a push for Howard. And then Howard's a guy where you look, he's from Atlanta. I mean, just coming home and maybe trying to do the similar LeBron James thing, but I don't think they win a title. Well, it's not the same because he wasn't drafted by Atlanta, yeah. so he doesn't have but that still, guilt. It's still that, that guilt's like, not built in. You think that as a player you don't have that soft spot for, man, once in my career I'd like to play for my hometown team. Yeah, but I think it's different than like you know, yeah, like, I'm not like saying it's the same as, and, yeah, and I'm not saying it's the same, but yeah, it's still LeBron had that unfinished business. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's a great feeling for Dwight to come home, uh, and I think the big thing is just Dwight wants to be loved, like. He went, you know, Orlando as a town loved him. He was mm-hmm. like the guy in Orlando. Especially when they went to the Went finals. to L.A. and just absolutely fell apart. Like, the city didn't love him. He didn't love playing there. He didn't love his teammates. And, like, he got so much hate from the media. So he dipped out to the Rockets. Then on the Rockets, you were second fill to James Harden. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, he just got super fed up. They got a coach fired. I mean, it was just a shit show. So go to Atlanta. Like you said, back home. And look, well, this and city I feel will like embrace they him. Made, yeah, embrace it's a him budget. more and love him. It's a budget signing too, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, looking at all the other signings, I mean, I think he. I mean, it, it's not like you know anything cheap, but for Dwight Howard, a guy who has been a defensive player of the year, who's been a top, more, like one of the best big men earlier in his career, obviously, and kind consistently of down from that. But twelve yeah. straight years of double doubles or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and usually, ever since he's been in the league, it's ridiculous. Usually, averaging around half a block a game. I mean. It's a fairly cheap contract. We've seen boatloads of huge contracts here, but how do you like the fit for just the the team of Atlanta, not really the city of Atlanta? But you know, with you know now Dennis Schroeder as the point guard, with Kent Bazemore coming back, with Paul Millsap, I, I Horford's not coming back. We, right. we it's pretty safe to say that. How do you think you know Howard fits into that, and do you think he can kind of be the star again? I don't really buy him as the star yet. Who would I think be the this, star on that Atlanta team, though? though? I, I don't know if there is one. I think they're going, you know, they're, they're, they're keeping the traditional Spurs of the East look going. They, mm-hmm. They're they a team of many goods, mm-hmm. and at any given time, someone can stand out. But I actually, I, I kind of think this Dwight fit is better than Horford's fit in Atlanta well, because he gives them an elite 
rim protector. Well, not even just that. I mean, to go off of, you say, the Spurs from the East, yeah. their coach coming from that tree, right. that's why he's putting that in the place. And the one thing with Dwight that we saw with the Rockets was you look back to the last playoff season series that they had. Harden hits a big free throw, and we're talking about Dwight on the bench not even, like, cheering while his guys are going crazy. Yeah. I think him coming to this team is going to be a vet, a veteran presence to this team that's not going— because he is the vet on this team now. No, and then Cor- two, Corver. Corver, Millsap, okay, who both would be, been around. Who would be a better veteran impact, Howard or Corver? Well, Howard's kind of a Corver. baby as far as mentality yeah. is well, concerned. And that's the a lot thing of people that I think that this is going to be important that if the season or this city, I should say, embraces him like we're saying, yeah. maybe we see that kind of childlike enthusiasm that we saw in Orlando. Like We, I mean, we, watched, an inter- we watched an interview of him when he was – um, quoting Stan Van in Orlando, and even all of us were like, "Man, he he's just, just looks so happy. happy." Yeah, I but, think we can all agree on that. But but and you said they're bringing an elite rim protector. But if you look at their stats at Horford and Howard, Howard averaged uh, 1.6 blocks a game, and at Horford I think averaged around 1.5. So I mean, it's, this is where I feel like stats don't tell the whole truth because we watch Al Horford get mm-hmm. dominated in the playoff games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just embarrassed out there. So I think Howard. We'll get the time out on the court. The big thing is the Hawks can't be done after this Howard move. They still need to go out and get another shooter from the perimeter because, as we've seen, that's what works best with Dwight Howard is you get guys out on the outside who can shoot, and he can soak up all the rebounds, putbacks, and, look, Schroeder is an excellent young guard, and he drives to the basket really well. He's super athletic, but he's got to work on his outside shot, definitely. He's under 40% from three. Um, if he can really develop that outer game, this team on the pick and roll is going to be dirty too. Do you, do you think they kind because they they did bring in uh, Prince and they did bring in Benbury through the draft? So right, Benbury, I like that fit. They're going to get some wing help there. I mean, Benbury's not that great of a three point shooter, but Prince can be. Do you think they're really building the like you kind of brought up? You know, Buttonholes are obviously worked under Pot for like, I think eighteen years. Do you think they're kind of going with you know no one's going to be the star, or do you think they will kind of build around Dwight and kind of bring that shooters? around Dwight, or do you think they'll kind of go like a build around Schroeder? I mean, I think it's hard to say which way they're going to go yet because, they. I mean, Dwight's a, a fantastic first step. The, the one thing I want to see is, like, with Dwight coming in, if they play around him, how successful can that be in the well, East and in the ego. playoffs? His ego's the big thing because wow. like, Howard's ego is the most fragile that I've ever seen of a, a superstar. player in my lifetime where it's like, you know what? It's like... We talk about him wanting to be the main guy. Oh, I don't want to be second fiddle to James Harden. So you can come out and say, well, yeah, we're not going to have like that one star. But I kind of feel like unless things are changing because it's his hometown, Mm -hmm. like maybe Dwight needs to feel like, yeah, I'm the main guy here. I'm the number one guy. No, he absolutely can be. The the big question is, is how much time can they have on the court with him Mm -hmm. and Millsap? Because... Look, the East, you may be able to get away with it more, playing a larger lineup, some slower guys out there. I mean, Dwight's still athletic enough to run the floor mm-hmm. on a decent level, but you got to wonder. I mean, he was pulled off the court multiple times in Houston because he couldn't keep up with mm-hmm. the pace of the game uh, because other lineups were going small on them. So thankfully, you can hide him a little bit in the East because no one in the East truly has you know the same setup as OKC or uh, the Warriors. So you don't have to worry about it too much. But when you got to think, 
this team is a playoff team. They want to make a run at the championship. Dwight's an excellent addition for that. And I think they're tired so, of losing to the LeBron and the Cavs in the playoffs yeah. every single and look, year. Guess who beat LeBron back in the day? Dwight. Dwight. I, I want to I want to bring this up because I mean if you look at the standings last year, we had Miami, Atlanta, Boston, and Charlotte all tied uh, from three to six. Uh, yep. three to six. They mm-hmm. all finished forty eight and thirty four. Do you think this separates them? Because I mean, really, I mean, you're losing Al Horford and bringing in Dwight Howard. You're keeping Bazemore. Do you it's think a wait it and separates see. Them? It's a wait and see move for me because, like, I see this Dwight Howard and I go. Part of me wants to go. Yes, it puts them a step ahead. But then there's a part of me that goes, "Wait, we we got to see how this works. How Dwight works in a new scenery, not being in Houston anymore, not being in LA, being in a city that." Maybe, like we've been saying, we'll embrace him, bring back that happiness for Dwight. It's a wait and see for me. And, and I just want to bring up, because he's finally back in the East. We talked about you know slower kind of pace there. Last full season he played in Orlando, 22 points, 14 rebounds, uh, 2.4 blocks. Do you think he kind of gets back to that level, or do you think he stays around where he was in 2014 or 2015, where he was averaging around 15 and 13 at about 10 boards a game? Look, I think I think him and Paul Millsap can absolutely dominate the boards and down low. I I want to see Dwight return to like old Dwight. I, I think I think 17 points would be reasonable out of him. This this team right now, what we're missing out on is like where are the points going to come from. Schroeder's the cutting guard. Millsap can definitely dump in points like crazy. But outside of those two options, you know, now without Teague there as a second guard, you've got a lot of question marks. Is Corver going to come back this season in the same shape, or where is he going to end up? I think Dwight definitely can fill in a huge dump of points. Yeah, and and, and you know we talked about guys kind of going home, but not really actually going home. Uh, <laughs> Noah, uh, Joe Kim Noah signed with the New York Knicks. He's from New York, signed for four years, seventy-two million. Do you like the fit? Do you? I mean, do you think do you like what New York's doing? Because I mean, they're bringing in D Rose, they're bringing in Joe Kim Noah. Do you like the fit of? The old veterans who obviously have been, had great careers, but do you think well, that it really fits with them? It seems like they're making a push for the championship. However, the championship that they're pushing for happened five years ago. So unless we're playing in 2011, I this team to me is like a hosh posh. And like they're even a team that's in haste talks to get Wade. And that's in our player where it's like, okay, like Derek Rose, the only thing you're banking on with Rose is that he has a phenomenal contract year and can stay healthy and helps you for the yeah. Well, that, but that's if he problem. can, if he can, and give you that contract year with Joe, he's just an energy. Like the best thing I loved about Joe in Chicago was he was an energy guy and brought energy to that team, and he was also the guy where I kind of felt like oh, I can't remember what player we were talking about, like a podcast or two ago where. If you were a Chicago Bulls fan, you loved Joe. If you weren't, you probably didn't like Joe too much because he was the guy that in like interviews after playing Cleveland, yeah, fuck this I think city. It was I don't like this city. <laughs> it was Draymond, yeah. 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 Where he was like, you know what, I don't like this city. Cleveland ain't got none. They ain't won championships. Bashing LeBron, calling LeBron a bitch on the court. And he's that guy. He's gonna be the energy, even if it's off the bench for the Knicks. I like the move. I just don't know where the direction of the team is going to win 2016, not 2011. And I kind of agree with you on that, that direction because you bring in Jeff Hornacek, a guy who's known for a fast offense. Mm-hmm. But we also don't know if he's going to stick jo- to the triangle. Joe can kind of run a little bit, but though. with his legs. I mean, he yeah, hasn't played a full getting, season yeah. in two years, and, and even the before then, I, I think he's played around three full seasons in his career. I mean, I don't really know if he fits in with this team and mm-hmm. or, or really fits I, in the I coaching. I disagree. I think he's an excellent fit for this team. He is a 
pass first center that you know it's kind of a rare thing can he gets the ball really, to mellow or he has Porzingis. really good hands they've got good scoring everywhere else uh-huh. on the court mm-hmm. i don't think you need to rely on you know joe being your offensive guy down low no he'll get you oh i wasn't a, saying that yeah. no but i'm saying like fit wise defensively though fit wise he he's you. a good defender when healthy mm-hmm. he has great passing vision good hands and he can still pull down boards so look you're gonna get a guy who can distribute the ball out of you know the paint mm-hmm. so that gives you better opportunities. Look, Rose has played with Joe, you know, his entire career. So they already have a great uh, connection going. So they can play off of each other. They know what each other can do. And do you think that this is also a little bit of mellow going, hey, when I was in Chicago, these are two guys that I think that when I was there just visiting for a free agency meeting, hey, Phil, these are two guys that I would like on my team. And then they went out and traded for Rose, and now they got Joe Keem. I don't, I don't know if it's more of that. I think it, they're just more filling needs. I think it just happens to be these guys. I mean, it, it, and maybe if you bring in D. Rose, then they're like, all right, well, we need a center. D. Rose has, you know, obviously experience with him. Maybe we'll bring him in. I, I, I mean, I, I see, I see your point where he's a great passing. He's a great passing center. Uh, but I mean, you got Porzingis, who's really young and who obviously can run the floor a bit. Yep. But Carmelo's getting older. Carmelo's getting up in age. D. Rose with his knees. You don't really know who's going to play the two guard. I, I mean, do you see if they this? Bring in Wade. Well, yeah. well, well, let me bring this question up. Do you yep. think the Nick like these this move for Rose and Noah make the Knicks a playoff team? And if they're not a playoff team, what who do they need to bring in, or what type of player do they need to bring in to make them a playoff team this year? I mean, the the big question here is health. Mm-hmm. If obviously everyone on that team stays healthy, yes, they're a playoff team. I mean, Rose, even if he has a, a, a similar season to his performances last year, which at the end peaked out really nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. Uh, if Joe can give you uh, 70 games, 65 games, which I think his average in his career is about 65, that I, I think that team is set to go. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're a favorite or anything, but they're going to make it in the playoffs, absolutely. Well, and the one thing I'm looking at, and I'm kind of looking at the playoff teams thus far in the East, and the only one to me that I could see maybe slipping right now after we've seen in free agency is the Hornets. Because they don't got Jalen anymore. Well, but Jalen wasn't running that offense. It was Kemba. Yeah, but also Jalen also added to your team. He was was a sixth man. The the Pacers, the moves that they make, I don't think they're falling out as of yet. The Pacers are moving up. up. The Pistons, pardon me, they, I want to keep putting them in. If anything, I I look at this from a bull side. Like, if we didn't have the Derrick Rose-Jimmy drama and if Noah was actually on the floor— we would have made the playoffs and would have had a few more wins, and we only missed it by two. So those two together for the Knicks, that may be able to add a couple wins. However, can that add the the 12 wins that they were out of the playoffs? No, I, mean, I think it can. you got to remember, health-wise, they didn't have Porzingis for all mm-hmm. 80 games. They didn't have uh, Melo for the entire season. Well, and Porzingis is now more improved because it was his rookie he, season. He's, yeah, he's yeah. hopefully a little more polished. Mm-hmm. Melo, I mean, he can— that weird part of the game that he adapted to being able to pass the ball it was kind of weird, but you know what? I think all around the game, the the this Knicks offense is going to be very good. The Knicks had to they'll do be able this to move too. the ball around uh, extremely well. I mean, we were talking about oh well, like uh, is is it going to be a liability on offense? Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe's never been a fantastic offensive player. His his value comes on defense and the ability to distribute the ball back out. So. 
honestly, the two guard, you brought that up earlier, and that's a good question is they don't really have a lock-in two guard yet. Not at all. I don't, I don't think they actually have a, a guy who I would be comfortable starting with. But, I mean, you kind of bring up the playoffs. I mean, I think six teams are basically locked in the Eastern Conference. Obviously Cleveland, obviously Toronto. I would say Atlanta, even you know, even without the loss of Horford, I think Howard will fill in that Absolutely. spot great. Uh, Boston, it's hard to say they'll fall See, out. See, that's... I, I want to be a pessimist. I want to say there's a chance Boston could have a worse year, a worse year than they did last year. Ish still, I'm sorry, Ish. I'm thinking, Isaiah. Isaiah. Uh, he, he stepped up in a huge way, was an all-star, but I almost, I don't want to discredit him, but he was the only offensive power on that team, so it was in his right to take over the game, so maybe he's not as good. This year, yeah, but I mean, if you look at that team, I mean, the they've team's got still great defense, yeah, defensively too. I mean, they're they're great there. I mean, they don't have a really, uh, you know, a, a center presence. But then you add, if they, I mean, they're in talks with Horford, if they're they the favorite can with get, Horford. Yeah, you, you would say that they they would probably be, you know, still in there. Uh, I would say Charlotte's. I would, I would say Charlotte can fall out. Uh, Indiana's a lock, and Detroit's a lock. I would say Miami if they lose Wade and that team cannot stay healthy, so it's basically just Whiteside. Yeah, I'm with you um, on that. And then uh, Charlotte, I agree. If they if they do yeah. kind mm-hmm. of if they do kind of lack, and that was kind of a magical season, but I can also see Charlotte making it in. Uh, but I mean Washington, if Beal can stay healthy there, uh, Beal, I, I think. Yeah. And, and if you could bring in Horford because it's Boston and, and Washington there. For, As we record for this Horford. right now, yep. Yeah, and then Orlando, I like the moves they made, and possibly Frank. Wait, Lillard wait, could wait get did you in. say you like the moves Orlando made? Some of them. Not all of them. I'm about to hit we'll, we'll, you. We'll get, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get but, into okay. it. Okay. But, but the, the last thing I want to bring up about the actual the Knicks, Knicks yeah, the po- is... It's possible. Yeah. They need... Like, to me, I feel like they needed to make moves like this. I hope the, the train staff Rose and like the doctors prepared, in New York are fantastic. Are it's, yeah. Yeah. it's either going to be a complete you know boom or it's going to be what the fuck were the Knicks thinking and if we which look at the like, past, it's basically when, what the fuck have the Knicks been thinking. Which is the perfect New York answer. Like, look, one way or the other, this team's going to be entertaining. Yeah. I think there's drama around it. The media is going to murder them. It's going to be fantastic people as a basketball going to the fan. Yeah, people, oh, have, oh yeah. my God, yeah. yeah. And I mean, this is a move that has to be made because they didn't have a draft pick. So they got it. They, to me, they had to bring in Rose, had to bring in Noah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to disagree. And, and we'll go to another team on the opposite side. We're ta- we talked about the largest media market here in New York. Now we're going to go to the second largest media market in Los Angeles. And, you know, obviously a questionable signing in Noah because we're not sure if he can really stay healthy. But I think easily the biggest questionable signing is Timofey Mozgov going to the Los Angeles Lakers for four years and $64 million. Ricky. Just a straight what-the-fuck moment. Like, <laughs> I, like, this to me just shouted out pure desperation mode. For the Lakers, I don't like. I don't know what. Like, I maybe it's to get up to the salary cap floor. That's maybe that's my it's thoughts. to try yeah. to get somebody with. You need a center experience, but, but, but he really not. Like, you say they need a center. Who who was their center last year? It was Roy Hibbert. Yeah, the only person who had a worse like offensive center, average yeah. as a center was Timothy Mozgov. Yeah, uh, I so mean, statistically, they've even downgraded. I mean, I'm sure. Given the right minutes, given the right guys around him, or they he'll just, be able to perform at uh, an adequate level for an NBA center. Or they just Maybe. signed Mozgov because they're like, shit, half of our lineup can't even buy a beer. Where the average <laughs> age is probably under twenty five. He's twenty nine. He'll they're bring not, that average age. They're up. not the youngest teams. Sixers yeah. are still the youngest team. So I mean, yeah, but like lineup wise, you looked at. I looked at that lineup and I'm like, man, half of those guys can't even buy a beer yet. Well, yeah, you look at D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he's mm-hmm. he's under him, think, Ingram, and Zubak. Yeah, Zubat. Well, he's like not gonna. Him. He's not gonna be. Starting. Yeah, right now he like before Mozgov's Mo- gonna be starting. Before yeah. Mozgov, he was the starting he might, center. He might not even be in LA. We're not sure if he's actually gonna come over this year. But 
but but I mean, looking at that starting lineup, I, I said uh, earlier, uh, like in the middle of the season, the Lakers were going to be playoff team in two to three years. I, I'm I'm leaning more you to said that three years. Two years. I said two years after two years. I said two to three. Uh, yeah. I'll take more on that two side because I mean, Marl's golf. You're going to need to buy him out, buy him out because I mean, yeah, there it, were, it, there were talks about you know, there's with the new CBA. A, you'll have another amnesty, yeah. and B, this contract will probably have an it will have a buyout clause in its third year. Yeah, I mean, looking at Mozgov though, it's it, it's very it's it, he didn't play that much in in Cleveland, which I mean, and he definitely played the they, playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he, they started running more, so that's kind of why he stopped playing in Cleveland. So if yeah. you look at when he was playing in Cleveland in 2014 and the, the the Denver trade, I mean, he wasn't bad. I mean, looking at his stats, I mean, no, and he, they, he put he up had like ten points, spurts of um, like dominance as far as his defensive levels, yeah. like. He actually, like, weirdly enough, was, like, super aggressive in the paint on defense. And there there, there was some hope there for him developing. And that's the only thing I can think of with this trade. Unless yeah. Luke Walton's going to go to him and say, you played against us. You saw what Bogut did. That's all I want you to do. That may be, basically be like Bogut but for I don't even system. know if it's going to be Bogut. I mean, if he can be Bogut level. I think well, this is I mean, kind of like... Bo- I think this is acceptable. Bo- this might Bogut be a, a Zeely or a no, Virgil, when, how, when how Bogut came they to Golden State, I mean, Bogut wasn't the highest of praised yeah, players, especially just, in my just, mind. He was just injured. Right. Bogut was, Bogut. Bogut was a number one pick. Bogut wasn't bad. Bogut always had potential. He was just always injured. Mozgov, I mean, Mozgov's been okay. Mozgov had potential. He was the key piece in that Carmelo Let's Anthony not forget deal. That. Yeah. He but was he wasn't a key, top pick. Yeah, but no. he was the piece that, ooh, this kid's got potential. We need him or else you ain't getting mellow, New York. Look, min- at minimum, he'll get you, uh, you know, like five points, five rebounds, and a block a game. But is that worth $64 million? In in today's elevated levels of contracts, maybe it is. I mean, maybe, who knows? Uh, in in the weirdest world, it could be in three years. Like, hey, that's not a terrible contract. Well, we look at that same as Robin Lopez, you know? Yeah, and you, you brought up Bogut. I mean, the year before he went to Golden State, 11 points and say, eight rebounds. And then he only played 12 games, so obviously that's definitely inflated there. But, but, I mean, I, I, I think that... I see where you're going there, but I mean, Bogut is this very... This could be Luke saying, hey, I need a guy like Bogut to fit this system, and this is the guy that's out there that fits it the best. Maybe yeah. they looked at Bismack Maybe. and because, said Because no. think about the other move they made this offseason, trying to fit a system. I mean, they go out and get the old man Lou Aldang, one of, one of the... Uh, since we're all from Chicago, he's a of favorite course, here. Of course, Dave was going to be the one to bring up. Of course, he's going to be the one who brings well, it up. Great. He's their Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So basically, if they go to the finals in three years and he's still there, he's going to be the finals MVP. That's what you're saying, Dave. I'm not locking it down. <laughs> I'm just saying that put your they, money where your mouth is. They picked up somebody I mean, who is every year he gives it his all. He's played mm-hmm. a shit ton of minutes, right he, between the eyes, right between the eyes, right between the eyes. Um, like, look, this guy, world of respect from everyone who plays the game. Mm-hmm. I remember like way back 2007, Kobe was like, I want to go play with. Well, dang. It was kind of weird. He was like, you know, that was when they're rumoring like trades to Chicago. He was like, as long as you don't trade Dang for me, I'm happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have to respect him, when when he left, Wayne Wade reached out to him and like congratulated him. He is one of the over he's one Miami. of the hardest workers in the league, and he still puts up consistent points, consistent play, mm-hmm. rebounds, assists. Like this guy, he actually reemerged uh, with Chris Bosh out. He had some of the best performance of the yeah, year. Yeah, started going at that small point. ball. Yeah, I mean, I think they they had him around like the they had center him at the position. four. Yeah, and then I, yeah. I think Joe Johnson was was somewhere in there. I exactly, mean, it was weird. The, the thing, I mean, they obviously had one of the worst signings in Moscow. and I mean, obviously we have to see it, it it play out and develop, and maybe it will be a great signing. But 
looking at it right now, it's probably the worst signing because there's not that much potential there. With Dang, you know what you're getting. And, but and, and, it is a four-year contract for a thirty for a guy who's over thirty years old. But I mean, if it's it could be more of a mentor mentorship oh, because I mean he's from I Duke. I'm absolutely with you. Ingram's on that. from Duke. Look, same I am position. I'm upside on this. I just got to answer to all the people who are going to question this. <laughs> he's only thirty-one though. So at thirty-four, only, is he worth he's nineteen only, he's million dollars? He's thirty-one. Okay, he's yeah. got the body of like a fifty-year-old. So, but yeah. so at thirty-five, does he have the worth of you know? $18 million? Probably I don't not. know. Probably but, not. But. but let's be honest. He is the perfect guy to have in this locker room to help develop young guys mm-hmm. like D'Angelo Russell, like Brandon Ingram, like Randall. Like, he is going to help guide this next generation of Lakers players to have that right mentality, to behave like professionals, and help them build their game in a level where they really didn't have anybody in the locker room you wanted people around. I mean, I mean, look at look at Dang. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying he, we can contribute all of their potential oh, absolutely. progression. That's, that's, that's what we're gonna do. Here. Progression to to Dang, but D Rose. I mean, obviously, Dang was probably a, a very part, big part of his development there. You could talk about Joe Kim Noah, him coming in. That was obviously probably a big part of his uh, development. Even Jimmy Butler. I mean, he was drafted in 2011, yeah. uh, and then once Dang left, he finally took over. It was, it was we saw the He's emergence of Jimmy torch. Butler. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Dang is is a fantastic signing for the Lakers here, and I'm not saying this makes him a playoff team. No, I'm not saying God, that at all, no. But, but I mean, if it, they're lucky, they'll win 25. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I think 25 is reasonable. It's pretty fair, and uh, they'll but, probably pass the the Kings because the, the Kings the, will the, fall the, off. The big question is, you know, if they're going to lose their pick next year because it is mm-hmm. top three protected again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you don't want to do too good. Let's watch out. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe we bring back Byron Scott as a, an assistant coach Ooh. here. Uh, the I tank mean, commander. But they hey, they resigned Clarkson though. Yeah, nice they, they did. They, they didn't and fuck that up. Clarkson was a good signing. I mean, I don't think he got the max, did he? Well, he's a second round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, so due to his age, that, the that max was the most for, he could get. But I, I don't even think he got the max for that? a second round contract. Oh wow! I don't think he got the max for there. If we, Fair if enough. We look at his, if you look at his, his at his contract, if I could speak correctly, uh, four years, fifty million. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, bargain for it, for somebody who's going to bring. I mean, he was questionable as our, you know, because they have two combo guards mm-hmm. as it stands right now. The versatility and the fact that he can come in off the bench if they need him to, like, psh, fantastic signing. Can I bring one thing that's very interesting? It's Go, because Ricky. you brought up the Go. draft picks. Yeah, absolutely. This is how the Lakers' next three first-rounders work. So it's one, one, two, three. it's a Laker pick. Four through 30 goes to, Fe- or goes to Philadelphia via Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Next year, it goes to Philadelphia if not already settled. So no matter what next year's pick in 2018 is going to the Philly. 76ers. Yeah. However, if the 76ers get the 2017 pick, the 2019 pick goes to Orlando. Wait, so... Because the 2019 pick goes to Orlando if LA, if LA conveys first-round pick to Philly in 2017. So is that a part of the Dwight Howard trade? I'm guessing. So basically what you're saying is so they, they lose, needed to hit on Brandon Ingram here. Well, they needed to hit yeah. on Brandon Ingram, and you need to stay in the top three. Because if you don't stay in that top three, Your future's- you, get, you give Philly the pick in 17, and you give... Orlando the pick in 19. And whoever you draft in that top three cannot blow. You got well, to get at least get, you know, well, we are, lottery. I, I know it's early, 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 but we've already talked about, you know, mm-hmm. how hyped up this next draft class is going to be. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm excited to see who fucking washes out of that so top Luke three. So Luke Walton, you can't do too good. Don't don't go Golden yeah, don't, State on. Don't us. go Coach of the Year on us again, Luke. <laughs> well, hold it back a little. Hey, if they make the playoffs, then that's. Yeah, well, I think that that'd that'd be, be a fucking that'd be miracle. Insane. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what. But I'm if Luke but Walton if they goes do out, well, Coach of the but Year. But if they do well enough to be like the Bulls in the East, where it was like we miss out on two, no, Laker Nation might be upset. Yeah, I don't know about this. Is this is now we're just getting crazy? It's a training of yeah, and and even with the way the lottery works, even if they you know completely go, they could miracle change. They could they yeah. go four. So, I mean, it, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, I, I like what the Lakers did for two moves, and I can't bet. It's the worst signing. It's the worst signing, yeah, worst the worst signing, signing so far. but it's not terrible. Well, you can justify it. You can you justify can, it. Thank you, you can try to justify it, but I still look at it and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that, like if you're going to do, and part of me goes, well, if you're going to do that, Go for Horford. Go for this. Go for that. But, but really, the truth is, who wants to play with young kids? That's, a, that's, that's exactly it. the point. They who got wants rejected. to come in and be a mentor? That's why Luau Dang is good because he's like, fuck it. I'm at the end of my line as an NBA vet. So you know what? I'll come in. I'll do this job. I'll get some money while I do it. And, and Dave brought up that they got rejected. And we'll, we'll go over to DeMar DeRozan, who signed a max contract, who, who second and largest contract in NBA history. Mike Connolly beating that one. Well, before we go into DeRozan, because you brought up they got snubbed, I just want to ask you guys what you think. Because Ramona Shelberg on ESPN said, yeah, Durant has to give them a meeting out of respect. No, fuck that. I'm looking at it going, fuck that. If you suck, you suck. Yeah, no. What, what do you mean respect? All right, well, because they are like Kobe's the Yankees of basketball, and they no, have you the pedigree of their franchise. No, that's that's not that's a, that's nothing. I'm it's like, why? I'm going to waste your time and my time well, to you hear to, you talk to me about something I'm never going to do. Then you have to give respect to the Bulls. You have to give respect to every, the, every, the Celtics. Obviously, the you got to give the king, you got to give the king a meeting. Then LeBron's got to come by himself. There GM you go. LeBron. I, I think I, I think I think that's bullshit. What, what, you don't you don't have mm-hmm. to respect him there, but but I do kind of want to go to that that Demar Derozan situation where you know Demar Derozan is a Cali kid, um, and and he he kind of said where you know I I, I didn't want to I wasn't interested in the Lakers because I don't want to be able to fill that legacy. I have to win at least seven rings to kind of be in that you know that that good era or that good light. In Los Angeles, I don't want to do that. I'm building this here in in Toronto. He wins he, one in Toronto, and he's a king. Yeah, I mean, and and looking at Demar Derozan, king got, of the North. He, Sorry, I had to. <laughs> king of the North of the North. Are we doing Games of Thrones? Yeah. Game, oh, game, game of Thrones. Games it's of, okay. It's Games okay. of Thrones. It, it's okay. It's okay, Sean. You don't watch. I don't. I don't watch. Uh, but yeah, I mean, with 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 Derozan, I mean, can you blame him? Can you blame him staying in Toronto? I mean, no, because it's the same thing that. My favorite franchise, the Chicago Bulls, has to deal with the same thing. Living up to coming here and, oh, I got to live up to Michael Jordan. For DeMar DeRozan, like we saw it with Dwight Howard. Comes over here and really we compared him to, okay, how are you going to live up to Shaq? Yeah. Are you going to be the next Shaq? Mm -hmm. Well, for DeMar DeRozan, it's worse because Shaq is great, but I could deal with living up, not living up to Shaq. It's being compared to Kobe, who is virtually... To me, you could say the second best, maybe third best player to play the game, who some are saying is more relatable to MJ. I don't, I don't think LeBron. anyone's saying he's the third best player to ever play the game. That's not right. But he may be, you know, he's a top but Laker. Legacy, top legacy Laker. wise, it's, it could be top You got to live ever. up to him. It's like no, fuck oh, yeah, that. You got to live up to Magic. You got to yeah. live up to Shaq. You have to live up to Kobe. You have to live up to Jerry West, George Mikan. I mean, all these guys. James Worthy. I mean, you yeah, have to. Lakers be history is Wilt deep. Kareem. Wilt Kareem. Yeah, I mean, I've, how did I forget Kareem? Don't I mean, forget. Jesus don't Christ. forget the big guys we talked about last week. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. And I don't really blame him because, I mean, in, in Toronto, he is basically a king. He's brought back 
basketball to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Him and Kyle Lowry. I don't want to you know discredit yep. Lowry there. And I mean, he's in a good situation where I mean, if he if he gets more teammates around him and, and they could develop a, a a team that can work well together, then I mean, this is a team that can that can possibly upset the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals because right now I think it's a two team race well, in, in the Eastern close. Conference. Well, that's the thing I'm thinking about. Not upsetting the Cavs, but DeMar DeRozan, only 26. So is he maybe saying, you know what, I'll just wait out the LeBron James years. Okay. I'll wait him out a little bit longer. I might be 30 when it happens. Unfortunately, Kyle Lowry's already in his 30s. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know what, for me at 26, I can wait a little bit until LeBron gets to the end. He'll be 31. Maybe he'll get another max contract. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's a 31 right now, yeah. and he's getting near max. I mean, if DeMar DeRozan could still be putting up, like, 25 in a night or 23. I, mean, I know Raptor could... fans probably hate me for that because I'm basically saying you're not going to win when LeBron's in the league, but, but the East is stacked with LeBron. No, uh, I, I, think I see what you mean, but there, there, there's a very good chance Toronto can compete with the Cavs mm-hmm. and always take them to six or seven. They yeah. did Anything win can the happen. two in Toronto. It was winning on the road for them. That was the big Yeah, deal. and they went out and they got themselves a center, which mm-hmm. totally helps them. Well, wait, that's not why they lost that series. <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, they don't have anyone to guard uh, LeBron. I mean, um, De- DeMar Carroll's there, but I don't think DeMar, Car- well, DeMar Carroll wasn't exactly healthy. and He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't the same player as he, he was in He wasn't the one who was with Atlanta. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, mean, I, I totally get DeMar DeRozan and wanting to stick to the north um i think the biggest thing is look how much can he continue to improve his game last year he did shoot 44 percent uh only 33 percent from three though i uh, put up 23 points a night so i mean yes he's a excellent scorer but the question is is he just a chucker or is he going to take that next step to become an elite scorer in this league and evolve his game all around. I think he's very good at driving. It's more about getting that shooting down. I right. mean, if, if he can get that shot down and him and Lowry can work off well that way, I think that will obviously be huge there. I think I think, I think think DeRozan's more of a guy who can just drive to the hole and get you buckets there. I think he's more of a kind of like a James Harden scoring way where, yeah, I mean, obviously, Harden's, Harden's a better shooter, but yeah. he'll make his money driving to the basket, getting fouled, and going to the free throw line. I yeah. think that's, that's where DeRozan will live there. I mean, maybe if he can put up 26, I think he can maybe can possibly do that if he gets more touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, with Lowry... He's going to be the main ball hitter. They've got a great core in yeah. Toronto, too. I mean, the, he definitely, his friendship with Lowry paid off uh, huge, and, you know, they're tight. So I, I think this team is kind of locked in for where they're going to be for the next couple of years, and it's going to be, you know, a two through five spot in the East. And it's not, it's not a bad place to be locked up in. I mean, no. if, we look at the, if we look at the Bulls, when, when I mean, you know, with D. Rose, it was kind, and they might be kind of in that position where they can never get past LeBron. But it's, the thing is, it's they can always compete, and it's any given series at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the chance to win a championship every year is there. And we saw, you know, LeBron or the Cleveland's kind of you know health before in in the previous year in 2014, where you know Irving went down and Love went down. So if that anything happens, can happen in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that happens, obviously, I, and, and it's not a bad signing. Demar Derozan for that much money is definitely worth it. I don't think anyone's arguing that. No, especially and with the money going this, around to mo- different other people. Yeah, and the CBA or and uh, the cap's going to go up again next year. So mm-hmm. he won't even be the highest. Like he was the highest paid for like eight minutes this year, and then next year. He'll be in like the 30s. Well, yeah, something crazy. Now, you know? now, now we'll go over to the the highest ma- highest paid man in the NBA, and Mike Conley resigning for 153 million for five years with the Memphis Grizzlies, and they also gave another max contract to Chandler Parsons, four years and 94 million. What do you think about the Grizzlies? See that that surprised me because I had the Grizzlies in the shithole. I absolutely oh, didn't expect same, them to come back. Same here. This to me, the whole thing about the Grizzlies was okay if they lose Conley. They don't get any big free agents. They're a team like we talked playoff teams. Maybe they were, fall out. they were a team where it's like they. I don't care if 
Paul Gasol comes back to play with his brother, <laughs> they were going to fall out. Now I look at it and go, well, shit, maybe the Mavericks are the one to fall out. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe the Mavericks oh. and the Rockets. And then you could put in maybe the Jazz and the T-Wolves, because we all know how high we are on the yeah. T-Wolves on See, this podcast. But, yeah, they're a team that made these two moves to say, let's just keep in the playoffs next year. No, Dallas, Dallas I definitely agree, because, I mean, Dirk isn't, hasn't signed back yet. But, I mean, well, do you really think he's going to leave, though? No, it's kind of like the D-Way thing. But with with Dirk, it's more of Dirk's 38. I don't think mm-hmm. Dirk's going to be able to carry them to to a, to a, uh, a play, the playoffs again. Rick Carlisle is a great coach, but there's not a lot of help there. and They have right. not been able to bring anyone in. Memphis, that, that was a team that was banged up. They lost Co- uh, Dave Yeager as their head coach. Uh, Parsons, if he can stay healthy, he's a good scorer. So Parsons plus a Gasol. Plus, plus Zebo plus Conley. That that team could be good to watch. If they could stay healthy. I mean, the, the big Gasol problem wasn't is... healthy. Zebo's getting up there. Yeah. So. Well, well, the one thing that Memphis always did in the playoffs to make series interesting was they they had mismatches across the board as far as their size and weight. So like even if you put them up against you know like the Warriors, uh, you know you would get an interesting series when healthy. Again, I want to just asterisk mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. Um, where they could take advantage of players because of that setup. There's no way you could go Gasol and Zebo and like what are you gonna do against that? Nothing. So. I think this it's a step in the right direction for Memphis, but I don't see how they're going to break through to the top three of the West at oh, that point. I don't, I don't think that makes them a top three. three. No, I mean, they're just not going to get there with this roster. I don't even roster. know how it breaks them in to the top five because, I mean, the top three we're not even going to look at because the Warriors, Thunder, and Spurs, yep. they're not moving. But they're locked Even up, yeah. the Clippers and the Trailblazers, I don't know how you – basically this move, it's sad to say you make these moves and it only moves you up possibly one spot in the playoff season. Well, I could say – seven guess, to six? I mean, if, if this team stays healthy. I mean, I think the, earlier in the season before they got injured, I think they were around that four or five spot. I think, yeah, they were doing and, actually pretty mm-hmm. good. And the Blazers kind of – over, over succeeded. Over, I, I think they'll still be a player. No one team. expected CJ to come out this big. This was huge. Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think, obviously they over overachieved, and I think, I think they'll still be a playoff team. But I think I could definitely see them falling. I could see Memphis moving back up, but but does this make Memphis a, a championship contender? No, and that's the question: is what In the Tough West? No, where they drop these big contracts this is year? That their name now, the Tough West. The Tough West. It's the Tough West. I mean, you've got the Wild West. You're not even gonna oh. get past like it's the Warriors, Spurs, and Thunder, and if the Clippers get Durant, maybe I like, I like the fact that we talk about you know the wall for the East is just LeBron James. <laughs> it's like why don't you go like sit on a stoop and like read a book for four more yeah. years while LeBron James waits out his career. Uh-huh. And in the West, you've got three teams now. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to sit on their hands for a couple of years? Uh, I honestly think that Memphis should have pulled the trigger and done a rebuild, you know, start this year. Go get mm-hmm. young talent, but it's not there. So you got to look at next year. Okay, now that there's going to be even more free agents. If the caps be even higher. You don't have as much money. You won't be able to sign two max contracts. Yeah. You won't. You may not even be able to sign one, depending on how things turn out. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the move, but it makes Memphis an interesting team that has potential to do an upset in the playoffs. It's going to keep them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's what it's going to do. Yeah, well I mean, done, if, Memphis. And, and, well done. I mean, with Memphis, I'm not a huge fan of Parsons. I mean, I, I don't. I don't like him as a player. He's not. He can. He never really. He, he's a fun consistent. person. Oh come on. I, you, you tell me you didn't like watching Parsons in, in uh, Houston? No. I those, those are good old days. Parsons in Houston. I don't know. Those I are mean, good old days. If he can stay healthy, then he'll be he'll be good. But this is, this is a team that, and the only one out of the top three teams that we talked about in the West, yeah. Warriors, Spurs, Thunder, the only one as of right now that I could see maybe upset worthy, 
the Spurs. I say, are the Spurs still a top three team? Timmy yeah. D said, hey, you know what? I'm going to accept this, but Sean, I don't know no, if I'm coming back yet. I like Sean. No hesitation. Yeah. You're going like, to doubt Pop? No, but here's the I thing. I know. I kind of want to. The Grizzlies have, have no guards. the Spurs before in the playoffs. They could maybe do it again. I don't, you have no guards. You got old man Duncan out there. Or the Thunder. DeJounte Murray. Uh, okay, look, look, I love DeJounte hey, Murray as much as any hey. other person in this room does. Kawhi came out of fucking nowhere. DeJounte yeah. Murray can do that. This is this is the goddamn Spurs here. I know. This is the Spurs. But without Timmy D, if he don't come back, man. That's like questioning LeBron. Like, but... but the old man guards, come on. I don't know. I, I It's hard to say. Like, did you, wait, did you just say questioning Murray is like questioning no, LeBron? No, questioning the Spurs. I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with thinking. that entirely. You don't, you're questioning. I would question this sp- aging Spurs team before I would question LeBron. Aging Spurs team, their two best players are Kawhi Leonard and LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, I'm talking about the vets that they kind of have in limbo right now. That's okay, what I'm talking about. Danny Green's about. still going to be there. Patty Mills is still going to be there. I, I know, I know, I know. Tony Parker's, you know, getting older. He's only thirty-four, but I mean, but I, he's still, he's still a very, he's, a, he's a good vet. He could still run the offense. But what I'm saying is, Tim Duncan and Ginobili kind of in limbo right now. But that's who I'm talking about. That's Dun- what, that's what I'm saying about aging vets. Duncan wasn't even doing that much for this team. I mean, he was still good defensively, but still off, a on, on offense society wasn't still doing a that much. Yeah, I think we expect a little more out of him. With the Grizzlies, though, I, I don't think I don't see this team. I, I maybe I could see it. Maybe I could see uh, an upset happening with the Spurs, but I would still take the Spurs over. That's over a conversation the- way down the line. Yep. That is. That is. And let's move on to the Heat uh, because they, they re-signed Hassan Whiteside, and they're obviously making a big play for Kevin Durant. Hassan Whiteside even said he would take less money if they did pick yeah, it up. Yeah, somehow worked in his contract. Yeah, somehow worked in his contract. There's a Kevin Durant clause in Hassan Whiteside's contract. They signed Hassan the Whiteside for uh, $98 million for four years. Do you like the re-signing of Hassan Whiteside for that much? I think it is a lot of money for a guy we haven't seen over a long period of time. I mean, he had a breakout year. He had two. A uh, year and a half. Yeah. Not, right. For a year and a half. Because we also saw him, you know, not having... The, the Heat didn't really perform well mm-hmm. when he and their second second star, Chris Bosh, were out mm-hmm. there together. Uh, so if they can't work well together on the court at the same well, time... What, you got two guys making a shit ton of money but, who can't play together? And that's why I think the Heat needed to get... Whiteside back on their team because right now, Chris Bosch is a cra- he's a he's question, question mark. mark. Yeah, and if he can't go, and you would have lost Whiteside. Okay, you lost two players. Right. This way, if you lose Bosch to his health issues, okay, we still have got Whiteside. Yep. If you gain both of them, which is the scenario that we're all hoping for, they're gonna somehow make it work. Then somehow Pat Riley says, "Okay, Spolstra, make it work. I know you can. You've done it before." Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, uh, looking at looking at Hassan Whiteside, I mean, obviously I like the contract. I, I, I do. His numbers when when Chris Bosh is off the floor were fantastic. He's putting up like eighteen and fourteen or something stupid. Yeah, I don't know if he can be contending for like defensive player of the year, but he's definitely going to be the best rim protector. And he's going to be up there with DeAndre Jordan. He, he's for elite best, in that category. Definitely. Yeah, for best for best rim protector. I would like to see him kind of develop his game more, but I, I feel like his ceiling is kind of DeAndre Jordan, where it's just run jump and you know because yeah, he doesn't absolutely. have a, he doesn't have a deep shot. He's, he's not going to be able to like stretch it's the weird. floor. All, I, we used to rag on, on DeAndre Jordan for how limited his game was, but he's proven that put in the right system, he can abuse the crap out of teams. Unless it's at the free throw line. The, the free throw. The, the free, free throw. throw. 
We just got. We just white got side work on shoots sixty five percent. So I mean, that's he's awesome. already leaked. No heck of white side over here. No heck of white side. Heck of white side. I love it. I, I mean, yeah. It, it, if there is any guys that will figure it out, it's going to be Pat Riley. It's going to be Eric Spolstra. Because yeah. I mean, it, it's weird saying a guy who we were questioning when he, we brought in LeBron James and we we I'm talking like the babysitter. Fan. Yeah, you know, it was a babysitter. But I mean, now now Spolstra's really showing. He's himself. one of the most respected coaches in the league, I think, and the second most tenured behind Pop. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he's he, survived the test of time. He's definitely up there. I mean, he's 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 a great coach, and I think. I think the loss of Luol Deng will hurt. I think the loss of Joe Johnson will hurt. I think I think the loss of those vets. They're basically they ca- just clearing house and hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, cross, baby. They need youth, really. I mean, or, or, or they, got, they need yeah. KD, or they need youth. And they, 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 they don't still have, have Johnson. They still have Winslow. But Johnson's a free agent. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure Johnson's a free agent. So obviously that's going to He's going to get him back. Yeah, I mean that's what, one. Well, you got to really bank on Winslow developing. His offensive side and his defensive side, and just really coming along because I mean he was the steal of the draft in that in that draft. He's got it. He's got to show that and prove that. If he can, then this team's going to be great. I mean, this team's going to at least be good from a defensive side. You, you got to bring back D Wade or, or well, that's a question. Or, 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 or I mean, D Wade D Wade's been ignored basically for, for like this entire off season. He's never been the highest paid player on the Heat. Which it's always is like Shaq or Jermaine O'Neal. I think was it for a little bit. He's never been the highest player p- p- player on the Heat, and this is a guy that has been with the Heat his whole career. Has basically been the face of Miami basketball his whole career. I mean, do you, dude wants to get paid? What do you think? That's the way I oh, see it. I don't it. blame him. I don't blame him. Do you think they'll pay him though? The Heat? No. What I think this is going to be oh. is. D Wade, and this is why we're seeing the reports of Knicks and Bucks. The the talks are intensifying with D Wade because the way I see it is most people are saying, "Well, oh yeah, he's going to come back to the Heat," because it's like that person that always does the same thing, and you're like, "Oh, what Ricky would never do that. It's not in his personality." Right. Then they do it. It's like. What the fuck did you hear what Ricky just did? He oh didn't my eat God. that cheeseburger? Are That's you kidding not me? Like, what, he, he had did? a salad? Wait, he didn't put That's bacon? That's yeah. I would not eat a salad. Let's put my <laughs> right now. That's if exactly I, what we're saying. If, yeah. I'm yeah. Eat, Miami. If, if I'm eating a salad, then life is over. Unless you call it like fried pig fat, thin bacon, yeah. and a salad. Unless, unless we load that with like uh, Red Robin uh, pig out style mm-hmm. sauce. Yeah. All right, but stop. Th- <laughs> let, let's get back to D. Wade. I just feel like. He wants the 20 mil that he thinks he's worth. And he is. Pat Riley's going to sit there and go, no, here's what I think you're worth. And D. Wade, for the first time in his life, is going to go, fine, I'll take my talents elsewhere. However, for the Heat. I hate that phrase. However, for take the my Heat. my talents. Thanks, fucking LeBron. For the Heat, though, well, it comes full circle because he said that when he was going to yeah. Miami. So is he going to Cleveland? But Well, he could. But for the Heat, maybe D. Wade leaving is a good thing because I look at their draft picks 2017, you can make the playoffs, and your pick is still yours. However, 2018, you have a top seven proje- protected pick. So that means eight through 30, that pick's going to Phoenix. So it's either you lose the eight, the 2018 pick, or you lose the 2019 pick. One of those is going to Phoenix. And for me, so you're saying rebuild, rebuild. If D Wade leaves, but White Whiteside's be, 27. You have you have Whiteside who's 27. Two years, you have Chris Bosh. Two draft. You're basically there. waiting two draft classes. For what? Winslow is going to be your key piece now. Or I don't know if you can build around Winslow. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who, who are you going to build around? You, I, would, you would have to. To me, the rebuild would start with tw- two, 2018. They also have Goron. 2018 has to be the year where it's like, can we Crockett. still make the playoffs? 
or do we have to make sure we get our top seven pick? I, I say it's stupid if you let D. Wood walk because if you look yeah. at it, if that man's that performance, man, in the, a statue in Miami in the playoffs. I mean, he was. You can say he's getting older. You could say he's losing his touch, but that guy can still perform in the playoffs, and that's what you need. I mean, this team. Yeah, even if he doesn't bust out every game for you during the regular season, if he can elevate his level to all-star status in the playoffs when you need him to, value, right? There. I don't care what you have to pay him. If you look at his 30, per 36, I mean, 22 points per game. I think he shot like 52% mm-hmm. from three, 46% from the field. He's I mean, a stud. Wade, but, here, but here's another side of it, and I'm going to yeah. bring in, while we were doing our pre-show talks, when we were talking about the Bulls, Dave, you said, well, are we waiting for next year's loaded free agent class? Pat Riley's got to be sitting there going, okay, if I give Wade this much money, how much money am I going to be able to give guys that could be in that class next year? If I give you 20 mil, that may handicap us next year to bring in bigger names because I just gave Whiteside this much money. I, I think it's a bad move, though. I think it's a bad move just from a look-wise if you're saying, all right, D-Wade, you're gone. I think you're going to get a lot of backlash from Miami. I think he's still worth it's, 20 mil. It's one of those things where as long as you win games, people forget about it. And that's the thing. Where mm. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Wade is but, Miami, even though yeah. it pains me to say that because he's from Chicago. Because he's a dear, dear friend he's of yours. He's a dear, dear friend of mine, Seth. But, yeah, it's he is Miami. However, maybe we're getting to that point where it's like, okay, do we keep you around until you decide to re- hang it up? Or do we say, fuck it, we have to move on? I feel it's similar to like the Kobe talks we had a couple years back yeah. where it's like, look, you, at the end of the day, and Pat you got to pay the man. And not Mitch Kupchak. Well, there, yeah. that's for that's for damn sure. But I think at the end of the day, he's going to come back. He's going to get some money. Probably not what he wants, but it'll be something along the lines of 18 to 20. And you know what? The, the Heat will be contenders for another year because, look, you've got Chris Bosh locked up in contract for a couple years more. Whether he's healthy or not, that's you know entirely up to his body. He can't really control that. So the best thing you can do as an organization is give them the best chance of winning. And you've already, you know, you're, you're making the huge push to go out and get Kevin Durant right now. And if that goes through, I think the max they were talking about for Dwayne Wade would be like $14 million. Same time, if Wade gets uh, Kevin Durant's team, yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine with that. I don't think he really cares at that point. Yeah. He wants to win. That's, that's all it comes down to. I don't think the, the I'm going to go get my money, that's never been Dwayne Wade. That's uncharacteristically no, not no, no, no. just wants but I'm, money. But I don't think he wants to be taking a huge well, pay cut. We're sitting here, and this is the reason why I'm thinking that is this is a guy who took pay cuts to let LeBron come in and win championships with him. And I, if this is how D-Wade's thinking, I don't know because I'm not D-Wade, but if it was, I would not, not know that. I would Weird. not blame him at all for saying, hey, you know what? I'm a veteran in this league. I don't know if I'm going to have a ton of years left in me yep i'm gonna get that one last big contract right now i'm done taking pay cuts pat and that's what i think this is he's finally done taking pay cuts i i think i think he would still take less money to go to to my stay in miami than he would in milwaukee because i think it looks for bad. what though for a bunch of the like hassan whiteside and the for, a legacy. Roster? for a legacy yeah he's, he, he will become the the heat's best player it, no matter what, I mean, I, I would say he's going to be. He already is the best, in yeah. my mind. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to argue that. But I think I think it's going to. He wants to go out like kind of like how Kobe did. Yep. Kobe's going to remember be remembered as number 
Well, he was eight and twenty-four, but no, Dwayne Wade's gonna be four, number twenty-four. Dwayne Wade's like gonna be remembered as number three. He's gonna be numbered. That, that's gonna be He'll hung in the, the bat Raptors. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think D Wade is gonna be a Miami guy no matter yeah. what. Plus, it I looks, mean, why the hell would you go to the Bucks? No yeah, offense, Buck well, fans. That, I'm sorry, you don't offer I'd go him a to the chance Knicks to win for the Bucks. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, I'm, we talked about that missing two guard for the Knicks, and then I would get it a be time an machine. Yeah, no. time machine 2011. <laughs> you are stacked. But no, like the Bucks don't give you a chance to win right now. So why would mm-hmm. I don't see him putting himself in a situation where yes, he can go collect a huge paycheck, but he's gonna be on a team well, that's not ready to win yet. And that's yeah, why, but, to me, I know the whatever like, yeah, show. But Sean, well, he's got four rings. Well, but what, so, if it's really all would, about the money, kidding, if, it's, if another, it's all about the money, I don't think it matters. And what would mm-hmm. another one be? And to me, the only way yeah. I see he take a pay cut, they threw it out on whatever ESPN show I'm watching. You threw it out two seconds ago, Dave. What if he said, fuck it, the only way I'm taking a pay cut is if I go to Cleveland to play with LeBron again? What if What if that happens? Oh, especially, with, especially with GM LeBron basically saying, go have fun in Milwaukee. Because then they can go grab a Mario Chalmers who is recovering from his surgery and, you know, then we just bring it back a little bit. What's Birdman <laughs> doing? Sign Mike Miller back. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike Miller was at the finals games. He was sitting next to Bill Russell. <laughs> could have came down on the bench. Yeah, I mean, Nobody would stopped him. But, but, but something with, with Wade going to, 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 to fucking Cleveland. I mean... So you're going to have Kyrie, who's a scorer. Mm-hmm. you got LeBron, who's basically a scorer. Wade He's going to go back off. to... No, Wade LeBron can is, the LeBron is say, okay, all around the we, greatest we, player we brought in, up the, that, in the NBA right now. We brought now. up someone... You know, we go back, I forgot who we were talking about. Going to the, uh, Hassan Whiteside going mm-hmm. to the bench, or Chris yeah. Bosh going to the bench. You're thinking D. Wade is going to go to the bench? To play with LeBron? That's At this the point only reason no. he goes. That's the only no reason. Way. No way. No way. You put Jair on the bench. Yeah, you put Jair on the bench. See, I think it's just... I think it's ridiculous. I think it's all leveraging. I think it's just going to go back to the heat. Same here. I'm with you. I just think it would be fantastic if you know, I, something worked out for him where he could compete for another championship. I, kinda, I think that's... I kind of feel like this may be the ring. year. This may be the what year What if Dwayne Wade walks out with more rings than LeBron at the end of their careers? I mean, how crazy I would that be? Shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I mean, he, he, I mean, what? They're tied right now, basically, because D-Wade won one without LeBron. They've and LeBron just won yeah. one without, yeah. So, I mean... I would be completely shocked. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Maybe maybe I, maybe D Wade, if he ever leaves, he's kind of one of those players where it's like, all right, it's the end of his career. He can still provide something. Let's trade him to a contender, and that's how he gets a ring. And that's like for me. This is the last thing I'll mention on Wade. I really want him in a Bulls uniform, but that's only because we're probably going to be a dumpster fire, and I want something to watch. In your dreams. Yeah. Um, I, no, no, no. I know. I go to bed at night, and I dream well, about it. Talking about possible dump, dumpster fires here, um, let's go over to Orlando, who just signed uh, Biznak Biombo for four years, $72 million. They got Frank Vogel. They got your guy that you said they were a winner, and oh, yeah. we talked about the coaching trees. Yeah, I mean, coaching tree, great, great job there. But unfortunately, they, they made one of the worst moves I think we've seen in the uh, NBA draft in a long time. Giving up uh, Oladipo, their draft pick, and Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis, Sabonis and man. Ursa, Ilya Silva. For uh, Serge. So, I mean, how, how does another undersized uh, center, I mean, Serge was a four, but how does an undersized center help this team out? I don't know. I mean, you're still going to have Bismack. You're going to have uh, Nikola Vucevic. You're going to have Serge Ibaka. You're going to have Aaron Gordon, who could play three or four. I mean, where's, a very crowded front where's this offense coming from? Yeah, where's this goddamn off? Because Bismack's a defensive player, Serge is a decent shooter, but he's not he's not going to be a scorer for you. Vucevic is decent on the block, and I think he could kind of stretch the floor a little bit to they'll like fifteen off, feet. They'll get offense next year. I mean, the thing is it, that, wait, is it wait for next year thing. Well, the thing we talked about with Frank Vogel when we said, "Oh, he's coming over to Orlando," is what was the one thing we said he needed in Orlando? 
a big who he can mold defensively because he's a defensive coach. So he went out there and said, fuck it. We're going to do this to get this and that. Am I saying they're the smart moves? No, they're not the smart moves. <laughs> but he went out and got some guys that he can mold defensively to build a defensive team, it looks like. And they brought Fournier back, too. They, 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 they resigned did, yeah. him. So you're going to have Vucevic, Fournier. That's probably, Your starting five is going to be mm-hmm. Alfred Payton at the one. You're going to have Fournier at the two. You're going to have Vucevic at the five. You're probably going to have Serge at the four if you're going to go out and draft, right. you know, trade him there. And, I mean, small forward, you can either put, if you really believe in him, you could put Aaron Gordon at the four there, or you could even go and put uh, Mario Hazonia at the four. I, uh, I'm sorry, at the three. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't scream like a playoff contender. Hazonia is the key for this team. And the reason I say that is not like a make the playoffs, not make the playoffs. But yeah. this is grow. a year. Yeah, this is the year you need to show improvement, man. Oladipo is no longer there. You can take the two guard, or because the one thing coming out, we're like, oh, he could play the one or the two, but he's really a two guard. So oh, yeah, I, I don't can, really buy him as a point. He can take that kind of mantra, and we can say, hey, you're the guy now. There's no one in front of you. Show us what you got. I don't know. I mean, this Magic team. I mean, it, it, it might work out. But it might be a train wreck because. But it's gonna, only gonna, it's only year one of a of a yeah, Vogel. Tenure. But you're going to be signing Bismack Biombo for seventy-two million, and most likely he's going to be playing on the but bench again, the first year. Uh, toss it up there in a year, guys will be coming in grabbing twenty million a year, twenty-two million, twenty-four million for starters. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's no telling. Like this contract. It looks a little outrageous. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- my big thing is like, look, it wasn't even a straight up like need need for you guys. You have a center already, so you're signing this guy to play like a split role between you know Serge Ibaka and um, Vucevic. So it's like, uh, I don't I don't buy it. I, I think that you had other needs you could have addressed. It's great you brought back Evan, but. Uh, I mean, you guys should have gone out and got some depth elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, l- looking at this, does this make Orlando a playoff team? Because, I mean, they were no. about nine games I, out. I can just outright say no. You don't think they're going to I think losing Oladipo and picking up Bismack Biombo and Serge does not make you a better team. Ricky, what about you? At best, they stay exactly where they were, just kind of— Do you think they would fall? No, I, I think they're they're gonna stick about or at thirty five wins. Well, yeah, thirty five wins. But the way Ricky said it was, just, they'll, they'll no, stick. No, they, they'll stick exactly where they go. They'll be they'll be out of the playoffs, but they'll be two teams better than. I them. mean, they they needed to, the the big thing is the development of that backcourt. If if those guys can take a step this year, I'll be happy and I'll be impressed because what I saw in the limited time for Hazonia was not a ton. I had I think everybody had high expectations where he was drafted. Uh, we thought he would come mm-hmm. out and absolutely knock down shots, but you know it was just a little disappointing. So if they can develop Alfred Payton plus Zonia to become the future of that team, they've got good pieces around them. Don't get me wrong; it's just like there there needs to be some growth time. They need mm-hmm. to incubate still, you know. What are they chickens? Yes, <laughs> they are <laughs> chickens hatch, waiting to hatch here yep. in uh, in Orlando in the post LeBron James era. That's that's the game in the East, man. It's how good are you going to be post LeBron Prime? Maybe. Uh, Post LeBron. Don't you love the East? Absolutely. It's I a do. Hellhole. Uh I Magic, yeah, I probably agree with you. I don't I don't say I, I like Frank Vogel, but I don't think it's gonna happen. They added a good player, yes. I don't know where it's going to pay off for and them. I don't know how Surge fits into the future. We're talking about Vucevic and Surge and I mean Bismack's kinda it, it's a mess. It's a, it's a mess <laughs> right now. We'll see how it plays out. But I, I think they'll right the, now they'll have the most defensive you know, front court though in the NBA, like good luck scoring in the paint on that shit. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, it's it's definitely gonna be hard just to, to drive in the lane with those those twin towers there. Uh, but let's move on to the Pacers, a team that I mean, just knocked it out. Weirdly, it out like it, it seems like they're just doing everything like quiet and like nobody's giving them a ton of attention. But smart move after smart move, 
and value too. Is Larry the other thing. fucking Bird is a great GM. I mean, uh, which name, I don't expect to ever hear because name, he's boneheaded moves in the past. Name, name the last like player to GM that did this well. John Paxson didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I've been looking at this. Fucking I mean, Garpax. They, they they signed Al Jefferson for three years, thirty million. Do, do you guys? I feel like, like he the, regrets that deal. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> do, do you like the Al Jefferson pickup? Absolutely. I absolutely love the pickup. I, I don't think there's anything like pure value-wise. Look, L. Jefferson's old, uh, but he can still score. I mean, that's at the end of the day, this Pacers team adds scoring, adds veteran leadership, and another big down low. So the I, I really every move they made this offseason is direct. It has a reasoning behind it. It's easy to follow, and it just improves the team. Not one time have I been like, this is a step back for them. I don't see that. And I mean, to answer your question, the only other player I can think of that front office slash coaching-wise, Steve Kerr. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. he was in the Suns front office, did well, now he's doing well coaching. But to me, this was, who was the one guy the Pacers, I said, should go out for? Who was a big name? Al Horford. Well, Al Jefferson, this is a, fits a need that you want, but you don't have to spend as much as if you were going for Al Horford. And this is a team that... I kind of find it funny. You bring up Larry Bird and how he's knocking it out of the park. Well, it's funny. Larry Bird coming from Boston used to play there. Boston not doing so well. So right now it looks like the two sides of it where we looked at the draft. Oh, Danny Ainge failed. And Larry Bird hit it out of the ballpark by trading for Jeff Teague. And now in free agency, they hit it out of the ballpark by getting Jefferson. What do the Celtics have? If we don't get KD, we're fucked. Well, no, if they get Horford, I think that, that, that's just still a good free agent. Yeah, they're, they're bringing in the big gun Tom Brady to bring him to Boston. KD. That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Horford to hasn't get Boston. Uh, bringing, up anything yet. They're bringing Brady there, so that means it's a big deal in Boston. Yeah, I think I think Larry Bird currently has uh, best Boston to uh, best Boston player over Danny Ainge. Obviously, yeah. I think maybe he's got best GM over mm-hmm. Danny Ainge right now. But I, I love the move for Jeff Teague, obviously. I, I love the move for Al Jefferson. If Paul George can stay healthy, he's good. He, and Thad Young. And Thad Young. I mean, I mean and, this has been a really good offseason for them, adding some some guys who've been in the league. So they go for the— And Monta Ellis is still there. Monta Ellis, I mean, we'll see about that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if he really fits in there. Maybe, maybe they make well, it— Well, this is a team that now— I know they made the playoffs already, but I was like, look, now they're in serious contention because you've got a bunch of guys who've put up points, who've put up boards, who've put up numbers for you know teams around the league. They're not all you know homegrown talent, which is kind of weird because you know for a while there they seem to have a really mm-hmm. good pipeline of young talent, but they're in a win now mode, and mm-hmm. I think Paul George has the assets around him to make some very very deep runs in the playoffs. And- they give the Raptors some goddamn hell in the playoffs. Well, yeah, they did. They should have won that series. By frankly, and like now there the was, Raptors what lost Bismack Biombo. What was that? What was that? Game that? six was the mm-hmm. one where it was that final shot that should have mm-hmm. that got waved off for the Pacers. But yeah, I mean, this is the way I see this is the this is the Pacers gain. But Al Jefferson, the bigger loss goes to a team we mentioned when we were talking future playoff teams, the Hornets, and that's the reason why they could fall because. Jefferson was a good fit with Kamitsky. Let Frank the Tank kind of stretch outside. It's another reason why Charlotte may fall out of the playoffs because Indiana a chance to move up. Well, we'll see what Zeller can do. I mean, maybe, maybe they go kind of with a quicker lineup here because I mean Zeller will be quicker than Al Jefferson, obviously, because Jefferson's just older. No, yeah, but, but Jefferson was able to be in the paint. Oh no, he was, and no, Frank I, could I kind understand. of sway out and hit those shots he likes to take. No, yeah. I did definitely. You're definitely not wrong there. I'm, I'm just more trying to trying yeah. to defend that move. But yeah, no, no, I, I still mean, think the Hornets aren't a playoff team anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later <laughs> when we see all the dust settling and that. But it, I mean. 
I, I I love what the Pacers are doing, and, and I I could see them jump up to the three seed possibly. I mean, because they weren't we're, far, they were only three out of the the four teams that were tied at nine games and, back. Yeah, and we were questioning the Heat whether they can even bring in and back Dwayne Wade. We're not sure about the whole Kevin Durant situation. We'll touch on that later, and, and obviously the Hassan Whiteside stuff. But I mean, again, Chris Bosh might not be playing. We look at Boston. We were questioning did Isaiah Thomas really overachieve there? I mean, you look at Atlanta. I mean, they're losing they're losing Horford, and and Horford. I would say Horford's a little bit better than Howard right See, now, I, so there's obviously a little dip there. I, and I, I just, I, I, I'd like to think Atlanta can get better this oh, year. I'm not saying they can't. No, okay, 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 fair I, enough. I'm just saying there's, there's yeah, obviously Howard room a, for the Howard Pacers. Howard had a worse year than Horford did definitely last no, year. I'm just trying to say there's obviously room for the Pacers to make that jump up. Possibly no, three definitely. to five right now, depending yeah. on how uh, Atlanta and Boston can do in the season. Because Boston... Boston's is good. If they get KD, let's be honest, number two in the East. But, but they're not going to They're not going they're to. Not Sorry, Tom Brady's not going to help you. But Yet. If they right now, in, it's, it's just... It's the question of... It's Atlanta and Boston. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I love what the Pacers are doing, though. And I think the Pacers can be the second best team in Central. It's hard mm-hmm. to do. They're not going to be, beat the Cavs. But I, I think they can definitely... Upset the Cavs maybe this year or maybe, maybe like at least once. Better team, better team than the Pistons. They were only one game better yes, this better year. Than the okay, uh, just because you have Paul George. Because yeah, Paul yeah, George. Paul George really stepped Charlotte's out. great, but because the Pistons are a team we were all high on this year. We think they're going to make strides and they in the next ish. coming year. And they added Dave's favorite player in ish. ish. I <laughs> ish. Well, he's ish. better than a forty-year-old uh, Steve Blake, right? <laughs> so any anything. I'm better than Steve Blake right now. <laughs> I, I think I think the Pacers are going to do well. I think the Pacers have done well. I think yeah. I think that. Uh, Larry Bird knocked it out of the park, and I think I think this can definitely be a, a threatening team. They get a gold star in the East. They do get a gold star. You get a gold star right here for Indiana, and they'll probably be a top team when that would see all settles here. But let's go to the worst nine moves because we look at Portland. Portland is a team that we were like, all right, well, they didn't make any moves. They were in the talks for Sam Whiteside. They were mm-hmm. in the talks uh, for Chandler Parsons. We look at Mavericks. They were in talk for well, Portland. For, did pick up Evan Turner. I mean, look at for that. Seventy that, million. That's just you know, value right there. <laughs> I can't even. Okay. I can't even. I don't hate Evan Turner, but for $70 million, I do hate Evan Turner. Yeah. yeah, but this is another thing we're looking at. I we, get it, we got, cap, but Well, fuck. we got to look at when the— be- We can't, like, we can't they... take this many excuses. No, no, no. It's a fucking bad signing. It's one of those things where we got to look at when the dust kind of settles on yeah. this to see, okay, what are starters going to make now? What are bench players going to make now? What are role players going to make now? But guess what? This all changes next year because it's going up again. So— it's insane, but I mean, the I don't know the trouble. I want to say the Evan Turner signing may help them, but I'm not saying he's worth seventy million. He's not, and and but I mean, you talk about getting Whiteside. If if Portland got Whiteside, that would make them even that much better. We talk about, I mean, we, I want to talk about Dallas too. Dallas was in the talk for Whiteside, and, and he kind of used well, it was Dallas either Miami as leverage. Or Dallas. Yeah, and they uh-huh. kind of used him as leverage, and that kind of happened with Jandra Jordan, obviously for yeah. a completely different extreme. This is the there, second time Mark Cuban has just been used in free agency. But I feel like he's it's it's happened before too. I mean, it, it, it's consistently yeah. been used in. That's because they don't really have anything down there. Nobody Where wants they to go build there. around there. Yeah. Like I mean, we Dirk. talk about yeah, we talk, Dirk's getting old. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, 38-year-old Dirk is your uh, core. That's that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I mean, we were talking about no one wants to go to LA mm-hmm. cuz the team's so young, but no one wants to go to Dallas because the team's so old. I mean, no I mean there's no there's no te- guy who's like, "Oh, I'm going to I want to play with that guy." I mean, yeah, you want to play with Dirk, but you might be playing with Dirk for one more year. Right. I mean, I think I think I think Dallas yeah, I mean, is kind of stoned. Parsons just bolted shit. Well, De- Parsons is a- Drama queen, but I, I wah, wah. But T- today I learned Sean does not like Chandler Parsons. I, don't like Chandler I know, right? Parsons. He's such a likable guy. Him and Jeremy Lin, <laughs> the bromance. Are you kidding me? Take me back to that again. Oh, I don't man. know. I, I just I, I glory think, days, right? glory days. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think that I think that just. 
Portland and Dallas really screwed themselves over. Who else kind of screwed themselves over in free agency? I mean, Ricky, I think this is your permission to rant. Oh, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do the shocking move and not mention them. No, no, go ahead. The Bulls. And there you go. Part of part of me was like. Okay, well, first off, I want to apologize because we had a comment on one of our videos that, oh, well, these are the first positive Bulls fans. I'm not going to be so positive right now. Um, <laughs> there's part of me that's like, okay, I understand why we're not making moves because, A, nobody wants to come here. B, nobody wants to live in the shadow of Michael Jordan. But then I'm sitting here going, can we at least look like we're trying? Like, the only <laughs> thing I've heard from the Bulls is we met with Rondo. And would I love it? Yes, if I'm playing in 2009, but it's oh not 2009, God. it's 2016, and we just got rid of Rose, who we thought we got rid of because of cancerous issues in the locker room giving Jimmy the team. Well, pl- plus his horrible health. Plus his horrible health, that yeah. didn't help. So we're just going to add a guy who's might not have the knee problems, but is even worse in the locker room. It could be even worse. We don't, I mean, it it depends on With a coach like Fred Hoiberg. Who's a pushover. I'm not sure. I need another season to get my final verdict on him because I don't want to blast him for just one season. But Fred has no balls. Fred needs to grow a pair. That's it. Because college and the pros are two different things. He came in thinking it'd be a college uh, atmosphere because you kind of have that respect from the players yeah. already because they're fucking not even – they're 14 when they um, are in high school and you're first scouting them. But, yeah, the Bulls, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? And I is it because we're waiting to next year? I don't know, but I just want something to watch, and I don't think I'm going to have anything good to watch because we'll probably be competitive, but we'll probably be 38 to 42. Yep. So we get 12 through 14. Whoop de doo. Is is there any What does it all mean, Basil? What does it fucking mean? Well, is oh. there any is there any <laughs> is there any guard on the on, on the on, on the on the free agency wire that you're really, you know, pushing for the Bulls to try to go against? I from? want Conley. I yeah, thought I we should have Conley a, was the prize guard. Should have made a move for Conley. I would have even made a move for Parsons. I would have been happy with that. But he's got a point guard. I wouldn't have a point guard. Parsons. What are you talking <sighs> about? We, I, I, I think Rondo. Somebody. I'm, I'm I'm okay with Rondo. It, it's all the question of how does he fit in. Like, look, he could be good in the locker room. He could be bad in the locker room. It's entirely up. to How him. many years are we going to give him? That's the main thing. I I, know. I I would be happy with three years of Rondo. Th- three years to me, like I wouldn't be mad at that. But part of me is like, part of me really just wants to give him one year. But I know that ain't going to happen. That's unrealistic. That's not going to happen. Part no. of me wants to say he came just off one, one year. of his better comeback years. Um, he, he gave he gave me a lot of hope. I think. But I don't know question. if I want to be. It's it goes back to the argument I've. Brought Look, up Rondo where, and Jimmy who, at the one two. Are you kidding me? Who's gonna wait, fucking go at us at that point? But I'm they will so, just throw it on and beat the shit out of you. I am like, so they're nervous. super defensive. I am so nervous about what like locker room chemistry wise that he could be that it goes back to the comparison of I wanna be I wanna be careful uh, who oh, I'm gonna settle down with, Dave. And I'm not sure if I wanna settle down with Rondo. Oh, I know. I'll date Rondo, we'll go on some dinners, have a little fun, but I ain't gonna settle down with Rondo. But if you get a good performance, a, a good growth year out of like a Bobby Portis and Denzel coming in fresh and Rolo down low, like you said, that's a forty win team. That that's a forty win five starter. But isn't enough you know. to make the playoffs. I I either I want don't know, play, I, I either want seven playoff. seven or eight seed or I just want fucking just terrible oh, top trust five me, pick. If I had my choice, I would tear down. <laughs> I'm tear just, down this wall. Right? 
No, but uh, I, I like Rondo. I think he brings uh, a ridiculous level of like hard defense. Like you cannot get a better defensive guard. Well, I'm not saying he can he still go to that. Anything He's the to best the passer I'm just in the league. Nervous. Like, oh. I mean, the the big question is like the, if he gets along with Jimmy. I'm fine. I can sign him. I don't care about Fred Hoiberg. He's gone after this year, like, midway through even. You like how Jimmy was on just every, like he was on He did the circuit. He did the circuit in L.A., which the Bulls are like, whoa, 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 what, what, what are you doing? What, you traded Rose. Are you, you going to talk shit about us? <laughs> you don't have to do this. And every single one was like. They tried to bait him. So, so give me the, like Cowherd was like, give me the honest answer, man. That's the truth, Couch. Give me the honest answer. Yeah, they tried to bait him out. I, Jimmy stayed very politically correct across the board. I was happy for him because he he's mature about it. So I think the biggest well thing done, he sir. said was well it had to be one of us. Yeah, and I think that's. But he said that's that from fair. day one. Since yeah, Zero yeah. was traded. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was there any other teams out there that didn't make a move that should have made the move? Because I mean, is there a team that was a contender that obviously might have fallen out? Because we, we mentioned Portland, we mentioned Dallas. I'm I mean, still waiting to see you, on the Timberwolves. Do you think the Spurs? I mean. Are you kind of disappointed? The fact I know the the big push was always KD, but like I think it's KD. They haven't picked up. I think any more KD or you know what? We'll just work with what we got because they've got a core there. And maybe go vet minimums yeah, to try to go for yeah. someone like a Richard Jefferson. Obviously, yeah. not not like that to replace a player. David West who may go to like Cleveland, and you basically swap. Jefferson yeah, well, no, and I was I was I was more saying like a guy <laughs> like a Richard Jefferson who came in out of nowhere yeah, and just no, performed exactly. under the vet minimum. To me, it's the T Wolves because. At first, before Why the Knicks that? came out of left field, I was like, okay, they've got this young team. What's that one veteran that Tibbs is going to try to pull in? Thought it'd be Noah. Thought he may try to pull Powell in. Thought dang. Well, I they're, thought, they're still dang. working on Powell. It's Powell's one, still out there. Yeah. It's one of these things where I'm not saying the T-Bulls have to get somebody, but it's one of those things where it's like, we got this young team. Hey, Tibbs, go get a guy that you're comfortable with veteran-wise to bring in to work with, because Katie's still there, and I mean he's KG. the he, KG. Thank you is the veteran, the main veteran of that team, but yeah. that one veteran that can come in and actually give you a little bit more than KG, still be effective, still really? be effective because yeah, I mean, KG's, KG's just there out. to wave to the fans and say, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, anything is possible. You're, you're anything not, is possible. You're not wrong there. I think I think they definitely should have made a move there, and I, I think I think we, uh, the Spurs too. But you can't really blame Pop because Pop knows what works here. But but I, I do want to throw out one team because you know while we're talking, there's still signings going on. Ryan Anderson, four years, eighty million to the Houston Rockets. What do you think about that one? Whoa, um, you know it's not a terrible thing because it gives them another guy who's a stretch. Look, James Harden has proven this is his team. He's going to win the way he think this team's going to play the way he wants it to. Mm-hmm. So they go out, they get him another outside shooter who can play defense uh, in the paint. So. It's pretty much the opposite of Dwight Howard. They had a guy who basically mm. was just soaking up room in the paint. And look, James Harden makes his money in the paint. He is a free throw shooter. If he's not getting to the line 15 times a night, he's not doing his job. So you stretch out that floor a little more, gives him a little space. He's going to be more successful with his drives. Well, there's part of me, too, that's like, oh, well, on offense, like when Harden's driving in, Anderson can kind of float out to the three-point line. And he Harden dish. can kick it out, but then, but then I'm like, James no, Harden, he Harden would dish. go to the basket. Yeah. Or if he, he, or if he tries to, it'll be a turnover. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> pass. He's kind of got mellow syndrome. See, <laughs> See I mean, I, I like Well, that. no, because he does. He, he still had, what, like six assists a game but last year? But he's not a yeah. passer. He's no, a, he's, he's, a he's not a pass first. Yeah, he's yeah. a scorer. He's, he's kind of he's like, you know how we say, like, Derrick Rose is the point guard that doesn't pass, but he should pass? Yeah. Well, James Harden is the non-point guard that wants to play point guard, so fuck passing. 
I don't know. I, I think I think it works though because you you still have Matsunaga there, and obviously you dealt with some hopefully some, yeah some injury he problems, but he, he could still be decent off the bench. Absolutely. There. You got uh you got Trevor Reza who's always been fantastic. Yep. I mean Tre- Trevor Reza's really just been consistent. Good value there. starter. Yep. So I mean James Harden is this team going to be a playoff team with Ryan Anderson? I don't think this makes him a playoff team. I don't know. It's There's, I still have James Harden made a new like single season record or not single season record, but he might be like a scoring leader competitor this year. He'll put oh, up yeah. like thirty a night. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, with, I don't without yeah, disagree without that doubt. He, but I don't. I don't think Ryan Anderson makes him makes him a playoff contender. I think. I think I like no. the move that they're going. I think it kind of getting away from the pick and roll stuff with with Harden and just kind of go ISO Harden and then pass out and dish Absolutely. out to like uh, Ariza and, and give it to shooters. And I think main, that will work well. With them. The main reason why I would still have the Rockets falling out. Is I think the Joe Johnson to the Jazz, who were right behind oh, I, the I Rockets. The Jazz, did. The Jazz have had a good offseason. It helps the Jazz kind of swap places with the Rockets. Yeah. In we were talking about um, how well he performed in Miami uh, before the cast, and it was mm-hmm. it was almost shocking to hear the percentages. He, he's such a good value, and he didn't. He humble. I, I know he's an older guy, so he wasn't getting a huge contract, but still a very light contract for Joe Johnson. So 11, 11 mil per year. Yeah, well, twenty two overall. Yeah. 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 So two years. I, yeah, no, I like I like what the Jazz are doing. I mean, Gordon Hayward can be a decent a decent mm-hmm. starter. I mean, decent star. Rudy Gobert's a great you know uh, rim protector, and I think Derek Favors has been kind of coming on as well. I think I, I really like what they're doing. And Trey Lyles was a good draft pick uh, a, a, the year before. And and one and one final thing I do want to just cover is what what guys are you kind of shocked that hasn't gone yet that haven't gone there because Eric Gordon's still out there. Paul Gasol. I'm gonna throw I his think name Paul, out there. Paul's an interesting guy. I, I, I expected want... him to go sooner just because of like I expected Thibs to go. Here's your money. Because once I mean, Noah signs, it's like, here you go, you're the next one. Him, dang, went, you're the next one in line. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but my my big pick, it actually, I kind of want to agree with you because I want. <laughs> well, I think he's busy weird. in Spain because you know practicing he's prepping for, for the Olympics. Yeah, you know, you got to worry about that. Um, but no, I think out of all the people out there, I mean, it's kind of weird that LeBron hasn't re-signed yet. They haven't finalized that. Isn't that weird, to you guys? No, no, no. LeBron, no, this is the better. smart move of. He's ba- he like we talk about Dirk saying, "Let me see what you're gonna do," but I'm gonna resign with you. LeBron's a businessman. LeBron goes, "You know what? Right now, I'm coming back, but I'm not putting that ink to paper until I see what I'm doing as a GM." Because he's a GM. Not even that. I think it's more of, "All right, get the guys that you want to sign signed, and then just give me the rest." I think it's more of that. I think it's just like I'll take whatever else because. I don't think I don't think he's too worried about the well, money. Well, he's going to get his money. He's not taking yeah, no, pay cuts. I'm saying no. I'm saying he ain't Tom I think he's Brady. Gonna, I think he's going to go one more year again. I think like, with with how much oh, the cash yeah, going to no, jump up I again, think I think he's, he's going to go one more year. I again. think he's going to sign, and I mean, but it is kind of uh, curious that he's one of those guys where it's like I would expect him to go. Okay, here it is. I'm back for Cleveland because if I was living in Cleveland right now, I'd be a little nervous. Like. Hey, hey man, you still want to stay here? Just, just making sure. Butts? Just checking in. Are we still, but you still got the trophy, right? He's still you didn't lose it. He's still celebrating. I know. You didn't lose it. I know. One He's guy, gonna stay. One guy. There's been no rumors, no meetings. Harrison Barnes. Not a single rumor about him. I think he knows where he stands. But no. But like, <laughs> I think but I even, know where he stays. But even that's what I'm. But thinking. even with the Warriors, I mean, there's no talk about them getting like moving. That's because there's no need to talk I'm to him assume, until Kevin Durant has decided. Yeah, I'm he's the runner-up prize. He's he decided. decided. I mean, he's the runner-up. Look, all these teams in the KD the sweepstakes sweepstakes are just going to turn to him. It's basically a split between him and Dirk. Uh-huh. That's that's your backup prize. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't shit the bed so hard during the playoffs, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Okay, here's the thing though, and this goes back to a comment we had on a video. Uh, actually, no, no, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. One of the things with can we take these the just the finals? Can we really take that into consideration? Microscope. He absolutely. did shit the bed, but it's like. 
you look at his overall kind of play, he's still a quality player. Right, and that's uh, the one team I do know that had rumored talk to him was the 76ers, and I think that would be a fantastic pickup mm-hmm. for them. But they would also have a loaded, like, they've got too many bigs at that point. Like, the 4-5 is but too is crowded. But is Barnes really a big? He's a 4. You put him at you the three, him at three, can't you? He's a three. I'd put him at the three. I'd put him at three. three. Fair I, enough. Fair I enough. Think he's, he's, yeah. yeah, I think he's. I think he's too. So I think he would get seventy sixers. Then yeah, that's the team. I'm like, look, they need somebody who's played a couple of years. He's still got high potential. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think I think with 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 the Sixers, you got to go shooting heavy, shooting heavy with that team, and just you give Jared Bayless was not my answer. I was he's a, a decent shooter. <laughs> I was he's a decent shooter. He can he can get you thirty nine percent from three. How about Eric Gordon? You think Gord? he's going to land on the Knicks? Yeah, that's what they're bringing up there. I mean, we're, if we're talking about you know injured players, why not just Eric Gordon to uh, Eric Gordon to the, to, to the goddamn Knicks? I mean, I don't know. I, I think Gordon can be okay, but I don't think he's going to be anything spectacular. And if the Knicks sign up, be like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, just because you know this is a guy that I don't think he has that much potential anymore. I think we've kind of seen what he can bring, and if he can stay healthy, he'll be good. But if he's not healthy, then he's not going to really bring anything to this team. I think I think Eric Gordon's kind of. You know what you're going to get with Eric Gordon. I don't think this is going to be any 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 big stat here. And I think I think Eric Gordon will be a good kind of three point shooter for that team. You know, with D Rose driving out driving in, you dish it out to Carmelo or Eric Gordon. But should get a fair share of shots. Yeah, open looks. Yeah, I'm not too, I'm not too high on Gordon. I think I think at the next <laughs> sign, I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't think it's. it's you feel like he's on the same as like a Flalo would have been. I like a Flalo better. Because huh. I mean. I just like Aaron Aflalo better. I don't know. Fair enough. I kind of grew up with Aaron Aflalo, so I kind of just like him better. But a similar player, kind of. I think Aaron Aflalo is a little big, bigger, though, than Gordon. I think Gordon's more of a ball. It could be more of a ball handler than uh, Aaron Aflalo can be. But, yeah, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys out there that just kind of— Do you think it's 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 kind of the KD effect? It is. I mean, it's we're all waiting for the other shoe to drop. I, I think KD is— For that of, one year to drop? Yeah. Unless the Clippers really did blow him away. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the KD talk. The Los Angeles Clippers apparently blew away Kevin Durant in a four-hour presentation. Steve Ballmer is basically crying at the presentation. A big lesson was learned. Is it possible KD goes to the Clippers? That's maybe bizarre. Maybe. You know, I, I don't know. They, they can work some magic. He won't take a max contract, obviously, because they nope. can't afford to give it to him. So you have to shuffle some pieces. I think the big thing is, look, big three, you know, they're like, oh, we've got a big three already. Come be our fourth. And, like, really, you'd be the one option. Uh, you know, it's Chris Paul and you running this shit. But mm-hmm. I, I think that that team would be really weird. I don't really like it. I, that's why I'm surprised that the meeting went so well. I mean, maybe, look, as an organization, yes, they've got great between Steve Ballmer mm-hmm. and uh, Doc as a coach. I mean, you're you're fantastic there, but... How would that ball flow through that offense? On defense, you know, you're still okay, but you're not great. Look, I don't love it. I think that KD's got better options elsewhere. The, this is the, like, this happening is the most interesting to this timeline. Because what was it, a day or two ago, there was reports of, oh, well, one of KD's closest friends I said still that think he's 90%. His, not, his yeah. mind is 90% made. And the way I said on that news was, I am a firm believer in if KD wanted that to get out, he knew it was getting out. Like, you don't let things get out unless you want it to. And I was like, okay, he may be 90%. But then I'm like, okay, that may be just a close friend going, yeah, he ain't going anywhere. I know him better than anyone else. And then this happens, and I go, maybe that source was more on the 
latter end of, oh, he's not going. I know this guy like the back of my hand. I've hung out with him countless times. See, I think I, I think I think he's not going anywhere. I think I think you can blow him away and maybe and maybe and Dave said this on the last podcast. It might be something for next year. He's scouting for next year. It's not for this year. I think I think he's gonna do a one plus yeah. a one plus contract with okay, see I think he's staying at home. It's the most money available to him well, if and he the, sticks around. The too. biggest thing is the Thunder best gets the last team? meeting because it kind of— Well, the Thunder had the first meeting, too. First yeah, and that's the big thing. When you're watching a presentation, when you're watching a movie, when you're doing—you're um, at a concert, the things that you are bound to remember the most— Right. What you saw first, what you saw last. Thunder, thunder. So, I mean, right there on that side— it, the edges to Plus the Plus, they've done the most this offseason to uh, impress out of these well, teams available. Well, they've actually made moves and can say to him, hey, we're, we're not waiting for you to make a move. We are doing this to help your decision come back. And if I'm Russell Westbrook, I'm just being serious with him. Not in the meeting. I'm saying just one-on-one. Dude, give me one, la- give me one last year. And then me and you can decide together what the fuck we want to do. I mean, let's l- do it together, ride or die, bro. Well, let's talk about this because I mean, if if we're not talking about this season, we're talking about next season. If we look at the if we look at the top three teams for this season, obviously it's ninety percent for the Thunder, and then we have ten percent to divide up. What other two teams do you say are you know those? I could see Kevin Durant going there. Next year, you're no, saying? this year. No, okay. I'm saying this Golden year. Golden State is definitely the most attractive option. You're, you're championship. Uh, a they team a, that yeah, they had a three hour presentation with them and it went very good. Yeah, a team that you know came within seconds of winning a championship. They mm-hmm. set the win record for the regular season. It would be unfair to watch that team mm. like on the court. Are you kidding me for a regular season? Uh, it that would be phenomenal. I don't think there's any way that. And if this oh, is a no. scouting thing for next year, like you've said, Dave, I gotta get. I have to give the nod to any nod like outside of OKC. Not away. Got to give it to the Warriors because the Warriors could say, hey, you know what? We understand this is you scouting out for next year. Andre Iguodala might not be here next year because he's getting older. Bogut you could too. fit that Bogut's role. Bogut's got a year. Yeah, no, yep. but who's KD's going to fit the role of Andre Iguodala? No, you fit could, the role wait, of what? You could yeah. come in there and you, you could about? fit into his spot as a starter. He wouldn't come Harrison off the bench. No, I'm saying like the kind of player, <laughs> the kind of player. I don't see KG and I see or KD and I see Harrison Barnes. I see. I love, I love the, that. I went Dalla. from I thought I thought Harrison Barnes was a power forward for about eight seconds <laughs> to now you think Andre Iguodala is a starter. We've been, no, I didn't say he we've was. been talking <laughs> way too many players. It's 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 no one's fault. I mean, but I wasn't saying he was a starter. <laughs> Anyways. I well, say stupid shit, but look, come you, on. Had Kevin, <laughs> you had Kevin huh. Durant to that team; they're going to win like eighty games. It's, yeah. it's just not fair. I, I no think, one would watch. I, I think. I think if we're looking at this teams, I don't think the Clippers are going to make that big of a move because Chris Paul is a free agent next and year. What, Doc's not going to sign his own kid? Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I How mean, much of an asshole I, would that I think be? He's meeting like, with Dad, the are you not paying me? <laughs> he was meeting with the Magic or the Pelicans or something. I don't understand. All I that, can think but... back is to the game of zones. Maybe Did I can you... start next year. We'll see, son. <laughs> Let's uh, not get ahead of ourselves. Did you play in Doc Rivers' backyard? <laughs> yes. We will sign you to a contract. Did you Clippers. beat us in the playoffs? Yes. We'll sign you to a contract. Yep. Did you used to play for me in Boston? We'll sign you to a contract. That was, that was one of the best things I've yeah. been in a while. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I don't see him going to LA. I mean, Chris Paul's leaving. I think Blake has an early uh, termination on his contract. I, I I feel like I feel like it's it's just too much. You know, what if there for KD? Miami it is Pat Riley, but. I don't know. I, but they I don't, don't give him the best chance to win. They don't. I, I mean, feel like going to Miami is a step back for him because OKC is well, much, much better loaded right now to make a run a championship. 
I the only reason you go to Miami is purely for Pat Riley somehow does some voodoo and you know you're like yeah I totally believe you we're and gonna win this shit. We also gotta throw in LeBron there. I mean if, if we keep calling it LeBron's East and it, and it has been so I mean if we're, if we're saying you know Miami doesn't give them the best chance to win I don't think that means Boston's so gonna otherwise, give them the best yeah. chance to win unless they get out Horford then that kind of makes them a little more appealing and then if they have a good year next year they and can Isaiah somehow can, yeah Thomas can say consistent and maybe Jalen Brown shows something then obviously we'll see that there. Uh, San Antonio just seems like it, 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 they had a short meeting with him. I don't think that went too well. Yeah, so, I think that kind of says it all. I mean, I, I understand Pops, you know, hey, come here. We've won the most. You know, look, our, our franchise is fantastic. We're a well-run organization. But at the same time, you're like, eh, you got a bunch of aging veterans. Your, your two young guys are good, but also fill a similar role. So. That's, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, LaMarcus doesn't like playing the five. So, yep. uh, I mean, he, you'd have to move to the five there, or you'd have to put KD at the four. I mean, it's or just, KD at the two. It's, it's, it's a mess there. Yeah, or Kawhi at the two. I mean, it's kind of a mess there. It's really just Golden State or Oklahoma City. So if I think that's what it comes down to, yeah. If we're talking about the start of 2017, or if we're, let's talk about the start of 2016, I think we all agree that Thunder's, it's going to be Thunder. Yeah, it's his best chance. It's the most money. There's no reason to go anywhere else. 27. I mean, he stays in the Thunder, and then next year we do it all again. Do, do you think it next year is going to be him and Russ? Just uh, the question mark of them well, touring together, well, them splitting up? The way, if they make the finals, we're doing what in OKC. Sorry. If they make the finals, make it or win it, they stay in OKC. They don't make the finals or anything less, they're both gone. And let's move on three hours later because we're back here in the studio recording because Al Horford just signed to a contract with the Boston Celtics for four years and $113 million, a max contract for Al Horford. We kind of mentioned a little bit in the KD talk, well, you know, uh, will Al Horford kind of draw in KD? But mm-hmm. really, let's talk about Al Horford just to the Boston Celtics. Do you like the move? Well, it makes the Celtics competitive, and I mean, we're saying competitive. Yeah, I like competitive. Competitive. You can tell we've been on a break. You can tell that I just ate, but yeah, this makes the Celtics competitive to the fact where it's like we talked about the East earlier in the podcast, where okay, it's LeBron James's East, and it's his to win. Well, Al Horford coming over adds a certain element to the Celtics. If they could bring in now KD, this is a different, it's a totally different conference. KD, I mean, with with or without KD. I'm just looking at this roster as it is. They I mean, still lose to the Cavs. They, they do. Well, do they? But yes. with KD, Who's then they can LeBron. beat them. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, Jake, Jake can do a decent job. Yeah, but. say Drake Crowder, the 3 and D man whose 3 isn't so hot. <laughs> but, I mean, still, I, he's still, I mean, it, it's LeBron James. So it's, it's not, he's not going to be able to, to defend him. If Isaiah can play the way he did, and he could bring in Horford, I think this team can be very competitive. And, yeah. and, and we talked about the Pacers and the moves they liked, and, and we, we didn't really like the draft at the Celtics did because you know we, we wanted they want we wanted them to bring in a superstar. We wanted to see them make moves, but now, but now looking at that Jalen Brown pick, I mean, now he fill, fills in that place that Evan Turner kind of uh, left, where it's a guy who can drive to the basket and get you buckets. Yep. I mean, but that's a guy who's going to have to develop. A bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, he's coming let's, off the let's bench. Let's not forget everything we said about him. Oh no, no, draft. I, he's got the potential. He could be a star. No one's doubting mm-hmm. that. It's it's just he's got to grow, and he's going to come off the bench now. So adding Al Horford makes his life easier. I mean, I, I see this team being you know a two three in the East, and definitely can take a series. The big question here is, like you said, can Isaiah continue to either live up to the expectations that he set for himself last year, which were, I mean, I think he overperformed. I think he did a fantastic job, and no one really expected that out of him. Um, but if they can really uh, come around, and if he gets another performance like that, Al Horford comes in mm-hmm. and finds his groove here, they can play off each other really well. And the one thing 
I think this kind of fed the fire for Horford to go to Boston is I'm looking at this article on CBS Sports, and they talk about five things that basically we're learning from this deal. Mm-hmm. And when they, in their point, like why he's perfect for Boston, they go on and say, well, he's a proven winner. He's made it to the playoffs this many times. And I look at that and I go, okay, he's made it to the playoffs every year, but who has he lost to a lot in the playoffs? LeBron James. Yeah. Probably looking at this Boston roster saying, hey, if I was on this roster, if KD came over, I can get over that. We can get over that LeBron James hump. So, so is this like step one of the this Celtics is, This plan? has got to be step one because, I mean, at first, at first I looked at it and went, okay, well, KD's probably going to go back to the Thunder, and I probably am still on that side. However, Sean, you said to us before we hit the record button for this one that Boston does have the money to yes. bring KD over. They can make a trade to get another max deal. I'm not going to go no, into no, no. 2K, but no, no, there's no. possibilities they, here. No, they have the money. All they, they have, have to the do is for just two no, full they contracts, For right? two, and then they'd have to make a trade for three, you said. Yeah, yeah. But, but the max, they can give KD a max right yeah, now. No, they don't have to so make it. So we, we get up with something silly like KD, Horford, and Boogie on the same team. Basically. I'm yeah. thinking something else. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, and this is KD can even choose to go to the Thunder for this. I'm thinking a... Horford's in Boston. Yeah. I'm going to go take my one year in uh, OKC, and then next year I'll bring Russell with me. But then Isaiah's expendable. So? Would you rather have Isaiah or Russell Westbrook? Isaiah's your second best player right Especially now. Especially if the well, Thunder okay, don't go anywhere. Okay, if it's anywhere. Isaiah versus Russ, then no, yeah, that, no, that's I'm, what not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. I said I'm not, like, I didn't want to go 2K, but that could be a far-out possibility with KD pulling some yeah. master strength. I, I could see them making some moves this season because, like I like we talked about, they have a lot of depth and they have a lot of assets. Mm-hmm. So they can shift those around. They can go get somebody else that's really talented to help them out, a near all-star maybe. And they have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, looking at looking at their roster right now, I mean, it, what, what they would have to do to sign KD, they would have to cut Amir Johnson, they would have to cut Jonas Jurepko, but those are not guaranteed money, so they can just drop them right away, and there would be no you know worries or anything like that. They just drop them, and then boom, they have uh, they mm-hmm. have KD on their team. But I mean, is El Horford enough to draw him in? Because Kevin Durant, there's uh, Woj dropped something saying that Kevin Durant has been recruiting Horford to OKC, but Horford eliminated OKC because he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, he wasn't sure if KD or West would actually stay in uh, stay long term in OKC. But you know, if Horford's staying and KD signs with him, do you think? Do you, I mean, do you think that kind of gives them enough there? I think it's one of those things where, and the one reason why I threw out that Westbrook thing was I think the KD, it's one of those things where it's like, man, I want to look out for my buddy Russ. But at the same time, in the NBA, we saw it with LeBron. It's about who you want to go play with. I mean, there's even been talks where, and I know that these are like the far out ones. I know that the big three was the closest thing to this. But where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'd love to play with Melo, D-Wade, and CP3 on the same team. So these guys all want to play for each other. And if Horford's already in Boston, and Katie had a meeting with Boston already. We don't know what was said in that meeting. Hey, you know what? This could be this could be a good move to bring in Katie to Boston. And if I'm if I'm the one fan base that's the most worried when it comes to the Katie sweepstakes because of this, it's the Clippers because you had a great meeting. And now it's like, oh well, maybe the Boston Celtics are in play. Yeah, if, if, I think that definitely just brought up 
I, I, I do want to say that. I agree with you. I think they won up the Clippers mm-hmm. by bringing in Al Horford. I think I think they did too, but I think and plus you know KD won't have to take a pay cut. But I think I think that's huge too. I, I think anyone outside of Golden State and you know OKC weren't really too high on their chances. I mean, no, but I feel like this actually this would put the Celtics into at least a competitive oh, yeah, no, realm top because three. because I feel like the Clippers you're still that face. Oh, I'm still in the West. I still got to go through the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You just go over to the Celtics. The yeah, East. that's it. Yeah, but, but but I mean, I think that KD, I think him going to the Celtics is more likely than him going to the Clippers or oh, the Spurs now. I think they've definitely yeah. taken, taken the, the, maybe they're kind of tied now with, with mm-hmm. the Warriors, kind of depending on how that meeting went and how, how that right. all talked went out. But I mean, Al Horford, just, just in general, I mean, if, if they don't get KD or, or KD signs with oh, one year, then maybe the, the talks reopen next year. The Celtics lineup right now would be Isaiah Thomas at the point. Shooting guard would be Avery Bradley. Small four would be Jay Crowder. Power four would be Amir Johnson because Johnson wouldn't be, have to be cut right now because they have him on the team. They would have to cut him if they signed Durant. And then center would be L Horford. Is that a team that can be top three in the East in your mind? Absolutely. I think they can even, like, depending on how the Raptors do, because the Raptors didn't lose much, really. No. They only lost Bismack Biombo. But depending on how they play head-to-head, and how the just wins and losses of like, oh, we got one game here, we didn't get one there. Celtics could be the second best team in the East. They could be the two seed. Yeah, I think at this point, the two, the two seed is between the Celtics, the Raptors, the Raptors, and I would even toss in the Pacers. I would love that. Yeah, I, would I, love I think all those three, those three teams are all similar as far as the mm-hmm. talent they bring to the table. Uh, the win totals, I think we saw last year, they were extremely close. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the same way. It's going to be down to the wire this year. You know who this is horrible for though? Atlanta. Atlanta out of the playoffs. No, not even a no, playoff. God, no, no, you're God, out of your mind. No, God no. What are you don't talking think, about? Don't think they're a playoff. You are out of I your would mind. say Pistons would drop before them. Nope. No, no way. You're, I, what are you talking you about? Still, you still have Dwight Howard on that team now. This, I don't think Atlanta's like, like still a top early. six team. Let's see what happens. Uh, uh, Dwight in. Worst Let's case see. scenario, they're an eight seed in my mind. I think, I, I think that worst case, they get in at the eight. I don't think they fall that much. All right, all right so Cleveland's number one right now. Mm-hmm. It, it, I would say if, if KD comes in, we'll obviously have to have a discussion. With then better. the next three yeah. in any order are Raptors, Celtics, Pacers. I agree. Yeah. And, and then, then Atlanta. See, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't I, know. Atlanta. Atlanta's better than Charlotte. Atlanta's better than Detroit right now. See, I think Detroit added... Enough pieces, and by re-signing Drummond, they're they're stacked there. They got themselves a backup point guard who can run an offense now. But he can't shoot. But he can at least get to the hole. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I I think that Detroit can definitely compete for that five. It really to me with this. I think next they could, spot, but I don't think Atlanta's out of this. With this next spot, it really depends on what we talked about earlier with D Wade. Depends on if D Wade goes back to Miami. Oh. I'm putting Miami as a playoff team. What? But if I, he doesn't, I'm, I'm going to be not. the jinx here and say the Knicks. If the Knicks get Wade, like that, could no, be a I, I, I was saying, no, I was saying, just, just, just no, 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 just no, 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 but if they get Wade and yeah. Wade doesn't go to Miami, Miami may not be a playoff team. Right. No, I agree with yeah. you there. And Miami's then it's like, playoffs, okay, fine, Miami's not the playoff team and Atlanta is. See, I, I but, but I think the Knicks. Atlanta's making the playoffs. That's. I think the Knicks are in too. So I think I think the team that falls out the is Hornets. Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte's the odd man out in Miami, depending on uh, if Wade resigns, the health of Chris Bosh, and you know who they're going to fill in depth wise because they let a bunch of their veterans go this off season. So. Those are three teams that are like you've got a good chance of falling out of the top eight. And and let's talk about this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying one one conference is better than the other. And obviously, you know, if we look at the top three, I think I think mm-hmm. the top four teams, three of them come from the West. But 
do you think this makes the East the more competitive uh, of the of the conference? Because I'm not, I'm not saying which one's better. Because I think I think most teams would say competitive most would say, playoff race throughout. That's yeah. what I would. say. I think the teams are closer, definitely. And in, in the East, I, th- I think if you look at that two through maybe even ten. <laughs> I, so I think that'll about be, the Cavs. Yeah, I think yeah. the Cavs are in their own bracket mm-hmm. right now. Until proven otherwise, and, I or put unless them, KD signs you, with Boston, you could put, yeah, and, you could and put that the would Cavs in the West, and they'd the be the top four teams. They'd be right. like, go have fun with the guys who actually yeah. compete. No, I mean, I mean, t- two through ten in the East is very close. Very I, close. I think looking at this, Philly's definitely not making the playoffs. Well, Brooklyn's not making the playoffs. Milwaukee's not making the playoffs, and the Bulls aren't making the playoffs. Other than that, I would probably make the an Bulls argument. The Bulls are interesting. No, they're not. I'm not they're saying not the no, 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 no. If they I'm sign Rondo, they if they pick up somebody else, there's a chance they, they can grab enough scraps. The most, but they're I don't not beating. Expect they're not beating the Hawks. I'd like to think they're going to win about thirty to thirty-five games. Yeah, and that's they, not going to make it. No. So I would say I would say Philly's out, Brooklyn's out, Milwaukee's out, Chicago's out. Unless unless Chicago has some. But here, let me throw a wrench in there. Let's say, and I don't think it's going to happen. Let's say with Milwaukee, Thon Maker comes out and is just becomes a twenty-five-year-old beast that he is. Twenty-five-year-old forty-nine-year-old man. Wade goes to Miami or not Miami, Milwaukee. Does that make them a playoff team? Maybe it 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 makes them competitive. That's the next. Like now that Horford's there, yeah, KD's the biggest free agent. But in the East, the biggest swing. Piece well, what if Dwayne Wade goes Wade. to the Celtics? I don't think Maybe. it's. I it's, hate playing this. It's my, but why not? No, Ricky? no, 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 no. It's the Knicks. What if the he Bucks, goes to the Hornets? Takes a pay no, cut. It's the Knicks, the Bucks, <laughs> his and the. Dad. I mean, you just said the, the Celtics it, have the money. His grandpa's from Charlotte. Boom. It's the Knicks. Come on, guys. It's the Knicks, the Bucks, <laughs> and the Heat. I'm whoever, sorry, 2K Ricky. Whoever he goes to, Heat, Knicks, Bucks. That team, the, I, I could say play. The Knicks are out. The Knicks are out. The Knicks are just Courtney Lee. Lee. Yeah. So the Knicks aren't going to go get them. The Knicks. That's. I, I don't see the Knicks going but, out but and getting them. The mean, Bucks and the Heat. I could. The Bucks could be an outside shot, a sleeper, if they get weighed away from Miami. Uh, okay. So so let's just go. But I'm talking about the teams right now. Philly's out. Yep. Brooklyn's out. Um, Chicago's out. Then we'll throw. Uh, we'll throw the Magic Milwaukee, are out. Milwaukee's out. And Magic, I feel it can, can be competitive. No. But yeah, I would, They're I would not throw them out. Yeah. Washington, Washington. that's going to be interesting. Healthy Bradley Beal, healthy John Wall, Gortat Donlow. You've new got a dangerous backcourt. Morris too. Yeah, I mean, new coach coming in who has proven to make the playoffs at least. Yeah, so I, I think that team has a lot to shine. I think I think the eight teams that made it, and then you could say Washington can can be competitive. New York can be competitive. I think Orlando can be competitive. I, I think they can be at least they one might of the fall last three teams yeah. out. Yeah. I, I think, but that's fair. I, I think for sure Brooklyn and Philly obviously aren't competing. But yeah, I, I think I think this is a very tight race. In the East, I mean, it's it's hard not to say, but but Horford, do you think he kind of puts up the same numbers? Do you think he or do you think he kind of falls, or do you think he has a better year than he's no, ever had? I think he has similar numbers. I think he's his kind of play where he can kind of roll out on pick and rolls. He and can Isaiah be on the baseline. With, with the true pick and roll player, he fits in with this Boston better. team. Yeah, he fits yeah. in with it and doesn't have to change. His the game problem much. is they don't they still don't have the true shooter that they need, which would be Durant. Well, I mean, not true shooter, shooting. Are you talking about like outside shooting? Yeah, just talk. Well, I mean, Avery Bradley's not terrible. No, and, but and, I mean, when you watch when you watch the playoff series, it was like they well, needed hurt. they need someone to knock down shots for him. Yeah, he was he was hurt, and, and Jay uh, Jay Crowder, I think he shot thirty three percent from the, the in, field in the regular season. Yeah, so I mean, if he can pick that up a little bit, that would help. Uh, Marcus they could also make a trade for a shooter. Shot. Well, that's the thing. They like, could. We talked about that. They have a ton of assets. Mm-hmm. They can make mid-year moves like nobody else. Yeah, I mean, if we look at that, I mean, they have the Brooklyn pick for next year, which, I mean, we we're saying Brooklyn's not making the playoffs. I think I think going up against that and East is going to be competitive. Swap. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think just... I think the Nets can, that next pick becomes really important. And then the more question comes out, like, who, who would be on the trading block next year 
that they would kind of go because we always throw a boogie there, but maybe Bo- just, boogie's too easy. <laughs> maybe, they just, maybe they just play bully ball and just but just completely you, dominate there. But if you let boogie go, if you picked up boogie, you can move Horford to power forward, which he would love, and then you can clear out some of those um, bigs that you have down low because you don't need four power forwards. I mean, no, they're, they're stacked at the position. You don't need to become the Kings the, right now at center. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> but no, I mean that, the problem is that there's not a ton of depth at uh, the spots they need. They need. Uh, shooting guard who can knock down shots for mm-hmm. you. DeRozan was the number one available. Beal was number two. Both those guys got taken out already. So now you're looking at like second and third tier guys who may be a slight improvement, but at the same time you're risking team chemistry. So it's like, is it really worth pulling the trigger on somebody like that? Well, let's, let's say they don't get Katie. What, what, what players currently available do you think they kind of go after? If, if they go after anyone at all? Because I mean, if we're talking about shooting, Brandon Jennings as a scorer. I don't know if he's really going to bring that much shooting. Right. Kevin Martin in his in his prime was a, a very good Kmart, shooter there. Yep. Uh, Jamal Crawford off the bench. I mean, he's been six man of the year Better so many presence, times. Yeah. I, I, you could throw that out there. Is there any guy that's like, all right, I mean, JR's even out there. Is there any guy that's uh, if like... If they threw money at JR, I think that'd be an interesting uh, move. I don't know if JR... JR might be loyal to Cleveland one championship. I don't see him walking for it, but, but he would Cle- be a great addition. But if Cleveland's not going to throw money As much shit as we give JR, he's one of the streakiest shooters, and when he gets hot, he is like... Fucking on fire! He, he, he will the shoot playoffs. the lights he out. Got, he got hot and hit the yeah. shots at the right time. He, he can absolutely change a series. So, I think that they honestly that as crazy as sounds making the play on Jr. I don't know if a max contract is worth it, but if you don't get Kevin Durant, I look to them to pick up one one other addition. I'm not quite sure who would help them the most. Yeah, I mean it's definitely hard to to, to kind of look and and, and see what's going to happen, but I, I think. Looking at the Celtics team, they've definitely become a top team in the East. I think I think it's hard to dispute that in, in that side. Is there any other stuff from the, this Horford signing that really changes anything on the landscape, or or do you think any on the KD side going to Boston, any anything that kind of changes there? Is it still ninety percent for KD to going to uh, Thunder? The yeah. KD thing, it it makes things interesting in the fact because do I think he still goes back back to the Thunder? Yes. But the thing now is, at first I was thinking, well, if the Thunder don't make the finals or don't win the finals, he leaves. And, oh, he'll go to the Clippers because they blew him away. But now if he goes back and then he's going to leave next year, Boston becomes the prime spot. We don't know anything about that Clippers thing, too. They could blow him away. That doesn't mean he wants to go there. So, that's, I mean, that's true. That, that, that thing, that's kind of We're like reading a lot into me. a single comment. Yeah, that, that thing's kind of iffy for me. I mean, unless he's come out and say, like, I, I mean, you know, I really want to I'm play. sure he respects yeah. Doc Rivers. The organization's fantastic. But at the same time, it's like sharing the ball. Uh, they've got a lot. Uh, they've got an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. in, in L.A. So I don't know necessarily if the fit is quite right for KD. It's weird to say because you think KD drop him in ever. Everybody mm-hmm. wants KD, but I don't know how that offense defense switch would work, and ugh, it gets messy. Plus, okay. you know, Doc's got to take care of his own son. There's also talk about that the KD uh, talks is still going on. So I mean, they, they might over. still be talking to him about well, this, and th- especially this, with the Horford. This could be a thing where oh, this happens, and now KD's like, well, shit, I got to think about this a little bit more. And hey, well, let's talk cause and effect here. If KD mm-hmm. somehow signs with the Clippers, the Clippers need to clear cap space to make that happen. A guy that would be expendable to them is JJ Redick. We're talking about the Celtics needing shooting. Boom, boom. They work oh. out a three team deal. Is that what I you're mean, saying? Oh, why do you need to be three team deal? Well, like, a, okay, you get Kevin Durant. We'll take JJ Redick from your hands. Like, how would that all play out? KD signs with the Clippers, and then they trade JJ Redick to the Celtics for what? What would Probably they get? Probably future picks, draft or, picks. I mean, or, they have fifteen thousand. Yeah. 
it's somewhere lined up there. I yeah. don't know. Even Danny Stash and drafting Stash yeah, is we're, like... We're talking about a team that's so deep, at least from you know future picks. I mean, it's yeah. Boston can move but The problem is they need to turn those future picks into wins in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've, they've got the ammo. They just need to pull the trigger. The Al draft, a great first step. They drafted Bentil. They drafted you Boosley. They drafted uh, Zizek. So, I mean, obviously, they, they, have a lot of, they, they have a lot of assets there. So, I mean... If it happens, maybe J.J. Reddick's in, in Boston Green, which, I, I, which Boston might cool. become my favorite team. That'd be pretty cool. And if yeah. I'm Russell Westbrook, I'm just sitting there. I'm calling KD right now like, come on, man. Come on. Don't, don't let this like, This doesn't change don't anything. Don't let this sway you. You, me, we Depot. Ride, we got we this. We ride or die, brother. I, 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 asked you at the end of the, I asked you at the end of the KD stuff. By July 4th, what jersey will KD be wearing at the start thunder. of the season? Yep. Still thunder. Still thunder. By 2017, what, what jersey is he wearing? It's still the Clippers. You said the Clippers. Now because of this and we came back to it, it's either Thunder or Boston, depending on if they win the title or go. You Miami. said Clippers. Now you're, now you're changing, now I'm changing to Boston. Yeah, going no Jersey. He's Jr. in it because he won a championship <laughs> with the Boom. Thunder. Yep. With the th- you're calling that this early? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Bold predictions. You can't change that now. Okay. Bold predictions. You can't change that now. Thunder. Thunder is the change. Who are they beaten? You you know yet? I ain't saying that. They okay. beat the Cavs. I'm just going bold prediction. They beat the Cavs. He's going shirtless. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll change my Wizards pick to Boston. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up. We, we came back. We, we hit we hit the grind, and uh, we're we're all done now. So uh, th- thank you for listening. If you like, you're listening to this on SoundCloud, hit that like button. Repost this to all your friends. If you're listening on YouTube, hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe down below. We're close to three thousand, and we're doing a roast of someone of MVP. So do not miss that out. They just roasted me, and I just shaved for them. So yeah, if you are listening on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. And if you do want to follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod. You can follow me, Sean, on Twitter at Schwarbo. You can follow Ricky on Twitter at Ricky Widmer. You can follow Dave on Twitter at. Dave underscore don't tweet. You can even check out our Snapchat at Most Valuable Pop. That's going to wrap this up, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.